0: That's a hot take!
1: (laughs) Swing it around, American
0: (laughs) flag, because that's what America's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like terminably Chill. The the a
1: commercial has a fat ass, but, like, no personality. Yeah, I feel like sitting here and listening (laughs) to (laughs) this. No, goddammit, Isaac, New Noise is not
0: the first fucking refused album. Rip, Isaac, a new one today.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like... Ever! Oh, hello. The intro. What's up, guys? And (laughs) welcome to Hot Takes. It is I, Young Shiro, and my esteemed cohort, Skeleton Lipstick. Hello. We're so excited to have you guys here tonight. We're so excited to see our regulars. Lux, Soft Replica, Saturn Foo. Good evening, y'all. Uh, to anybody anybody that's new, we welcome you. Hot Takes is a vaporwave and independent electronic music talk show whereupon we uh, communicate with the community, the same root word. We bring on esteemed members of the community and we... Geek out and argue and debate and just chat about all the art and music that we love. <clears throat> the disagreements that we may have are all surface level. We keep it lighthearted, we keep it fun, but we're not afraid to be controversial, right? Just no mm-hmm. punching, no punching down. Punching up is just fine. Um, hey, we got some new we got we got a new viewer. What's up, buddy? Hello. Um Hello. just want to ask everybody as usual to keep us in the loop about volume levels. If I'm too quiet, if Chris is too loud. If SonaVision, Deluxe, or Comet are two wonderful guests that we cannot wait to uh, to introduce to you guys, are two, quiet or loud, let us know, music, etc. Um, Want to remind people a cu- couple things. Um, if, uh, if you like emotes, blast those emotes, because we got an emote wall, and uh, your emote will be uh, across the screen anytime you type it. We're also unveiling a new uh, pinned comment feature, so um anytime somebody has a question i'm gonna pin that question so it can't be forgotten see how that works today new edition because keep in mind everybody your questions for our guests is the the most important thing about hot takes what what you have to say is the most important thing right um keep those questions rolling and of course thank you lux uh exclamation point donate if you feel so led we would love to uh we would love to take your money um all your donations go towards equipment upgrades and commissioned art from the community. People like B. Fanty, P.J. Rourke, Woo! Sega Octopus, and oh, other man, amazing people. Best people ever. You're get naming paid. Right now. DS Dude, Eparita, get paid by you anytime you feel like hitting that donate. Uh, one other thing. I was going back into my commands, and I forgot. If you hit uh, exclamation point Skelly, you can get Skelly's link tree and follow him on all, all his socials. Exclamation oh, point. Uh, Shiro um, brings up my link tree. Yeah, I forgot to mention that.
0: You are always mm. just upgrading and additioning and just all, all kinds of new. Every every week is another upgrade. You are just. <laughs> I'm no discoholic,
1: but I'm trying to keep hot takes fresh. So that's wow. enough for our introduction. Welcome, you guys, and thank you for being here. And we can't wait to get rolling, but we're going to start this evening with some recommendations courtesy of uh, one oh, of the yeah. Internet's best tastemakers, Dr. Skeleton Lipstick.
0: true i agree with that sentiment exactly um okay let's do some recs what do i recommend right now why don't we start with something um from a newer uh more more recently released from a very from a very active vaporwave artist and i'm gonna actually recommend soulcraft who's done quite a few albums actually and i think like he's done like i think almost like three albums in the last year it feels like i know he just released um uh, a new album, but I kinda wanna go back uh, a little bit and talk about another album he released called uh, Stranger. And uh, I, it was released on Business Casual, I think several months ago. And, you know, I think that he's really been pushing a lot of the, some of the new work he's been releasing, which um, was, the, was his most recent album, um, The Shroud? Oh no, no, it Thanks was the um, New lunch. Sands, New Sands, and then uh, Normal People. And he's been pushing these ones a lot, but I want to go back to the one right before that, which is Stranger, which is a very awesome, you know, sort of um, mid-tempo vaporwave album. Really great use of samples, really powerful songs, too. Like, I could play some of these at Terminally Chill, you know what I mean? And that's something I'm always Hell actually yeah. kind of looking for. Is something that is kind of able to be classified in the more more, more classic interpretation of vaporwave, classic more classical considered classical style of vaporwave, and I can right. still play at the dance party. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it it's can, hard to find it those. It still overlap. has like well, it still has like a mid-tempo groove that's strong enough that it can still play in like the dance floor. It doesn't. We're not talking future funk, you know, rhythms for, for that kind of dancing. Right. But you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to dance, and you know. There's only so many times I can play like Band from Living by Gloom Cult. You know what I mean? True. Which is like the perfect example of something like that. And this album is full of songs like that. And it's just a really powerful, powerful album. I really enjoy this album a lot. Very, um, it's very, uh, I don't know. It's got like this authoritative quality of philosopher speaking or something. I don't know. But anyway, if I have to recommend a, one song from it, I think it might be Embodied. That's Thank my you favorite for that. song from the album.
1: I love to hear the... I know the, you, the you've track been works. asking for these things lately. Yeah, you know I have no attention uh, yeah. span, so I appreciate that. Okay.
0: And then another old thing I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to... a uh, old, Older thing I'm going to... Oh, shoot. Uh, recommend. Thank you, be careful.
1: Goddamn. Sorry, be What's careful. On? And Leo just hit us with a $50 donation. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but that thank you. That is getting Goddamn. invested directly back into our friends. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That'll go towards uh, a new teaser with the correct time on it. Um... Anyways, so, I'm guess, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. I, I gotta, mm. I gotta
0: move it along. I think I'm, I'm maybe I'm taking too long. Um, I'm gonna recommend uh, a, uh, a very old, an older sort of first wave artist from the, you know, the the, the vapor extended universe, or at least the pre world. And you know, it's um, Bewilderbeast. I mean, oh, say, we love but,
1: Bewilderbeast. I know, and we've recommended yeah. him many
0: times. i I'm, I'm never gonna stop recommending him because I think this is like somebody people really need to know about. I think he's one of the greatest producers ever he's so creative he's wonderful he yeah he started he's... off around the 2010 2013 era oh you know on airlines records shout and, out uh, airlines yeah shout out airlines and um he was like always i mean there, there's one thing that like i i talk about with so many other so many people from that time <clears throat> period is how good Bewilderbeast is like you guys don't understand like i i talked to george about how much he loves Bewilderbeast. nice and he's a big fan everybody's big fan lux is a big fan I really would love him to get more attention, but uh, Gus yeah. is a yeah, Gus is a phenomenal producer, and he still produces occasionally. But he's just never been somebody who really pushed his music too hard on people. So it was just uh, I just don't not sure if he was very comfortable with doing that. So I just don't think that enough people know about the beast. Start with Unreal Estate, maybe start with that album if you can, and uh, just go through his stuff. Which is really talented, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Great show and then, wave then, um,
0: means vapor wave type vibes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess,
0: uh, yeah. I guess yeah. on the subject of um, vaporwave, I'm uh, <laughs> working a, a sort of a vaporwave album that I've kind of been, I don't know, just kind of putting on in the background pretty frequently. Is this I think this Seco Mart album, uh, Gentleman Oh, nice. Dining, German Lounge Dining Cult, and the album is Real Connection. And there's a lot of um, some. A, it's a lot of vaporwave with uh, altered vocals. You know, slowed down. Uh, I mean, not that's like a crazy thing, but. Right. That's always my favorite kind. I, oh, um, uh, not my favorite, I uh, don't know. It's recently been more of my favorite kind is some of the things that are including the vocal chops. Cause obviously you can, you can uh, not include the vocal chops and just do a straight instrumental. That's very powerful very as true. well. Lately, I've been just sort of kind of being, I've just lately been interested in the pitches in the, uh, uh, the, the way, the different ways vaporwave artists change the pitch of the vocal. Obviously, they're always slowing it down, but then there's something slightly right. different about the way that they slow it down, and that sort of individualizes them. And I've been getting a little bit OCD about looking at that kind of stuff lately, so I like the what they're doing. I like the intonations that they're using on this album, um, Real Connection. Uh, go listen to This Way, I guess. That's a really good
1: song with uh, this Gentleman way. Lounge, Dining Cult, Real Connection. Okay. You always get these deep-ass cuts, bro. You must stay Aye. listening to music. It's just
0: like well, with anything with vaporwave, it's like I just mm-hmm. approach it the way I always approach it. Sometimes, especially when I'm doing a pick, is to just sort of just, uh, click on the on the Bandcamp uh, for, for the link, Lux. and then just sort of like scroll up and down a little bit, and then see what. I'm see just what really works, impressed until you, find, until you find something that works. Rather, than, like, I just feel
1: just like TV. my wrecks are always super super surface level, and yours are. Just, That's not Damn, true. This I guy's think your a
0: your great 100% not true you're just being you're right. hard on yourself and how about this how about i recommend something that required no crate digging whatsoever and then i think i can't even believe i'm saying right now why don't we do something popular and sure. this is gonna like this is gonna actually counter a hot take i made it was not gonna counter it but i guess i have to like i have to own this okay is that i was i was in the hotel room this weekend for my um cousin's engagement party and i i had it on cable television as they do in hotel rooms and we put on mtv and they're playing music videos again on MTV. Oh, yeah, I
1: saw that story, yeah.
0: And you know what? I saw a couple videos from the new Taylor Swift album, and I, like, heard them, and I was like, this person's a really good songwriter. They're outstanding. I, they're very good at, like, uh, at constructing an out- well-intelligently intelligent, pop, an intelligently written pop song. But I have to say, I actually went and I listened to that, <laughs> that new Taylor Swift album, and I... Still stand by my hot take that the only mm-hmm. reason that she was able to move out of country pop hell was because Kanye gave her attention, and then people were like, well, "Who was this?" And oh yeah, people really, love nothing wrong. But I do believe that that's like why. But
1: you know what? Yeah,
0: everybody <laughs> needs a break. Everybody needs the right attention to be placed on them to get that opportunity. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. Not everyone gets something like that. So, <clears throat> but I will say that that new album is pretty good. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed it. It actually made me like be like, oh my gosh, should I like go back and listen to her other albums. I'm probably not going to do that, but I do like that one. I listened to, too. I think that it's uh, appropriately rated despite being this like crazy behemoth where everything's like a number one single from it. But, you know, something's got to be that in this world. And this isn't a,
1: a bad thing for that thing to be. You heard it on hot takes. All right. Let's Man. not let's not keep the audience <laughs> waiting too, too long. Can we get
0: Let's get soda comment on soon. I want to get these. these, these uh, yeah. These so so let me rant
1: that. for a second. I have ranted before about people who release just singles or just short EPs instead of albums and how much I miss, like, albums. Let's talk for a minute about albums that are too goddamn long. Y'all got to stop making these two-hour-long albums, man. Honestly, I think the perfect (laughs) length for an album is, like, 30 minutes to maybe, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Y'all motherfuckers need to stop making these, like, epic, sprawling albums that nobody has the attention span to listen It'd to. it be like, epic I, and sprawling, please, but just not I respect, long. Is that all right? Bro, maybe. I mean, listen, I, this is completely It only has to be long, you can still make it like epic and sprawling. But like, but I respect it for its But listen, man, people have got these like two later, hour long. Probably. And DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. That's why you're bringing up. Charmed is like three hours long. Bro, don't nobody want to listen to your three hour long album. Like, can you trim the fat, please? Save some of that stuff. The, you know, a derelict, you what? The, derelict like, mega tower. Derelict like, mega tower. Three albums every it, two. Every,
2: release, release it like, for
1: maybe your next album. Release but they do a B sides like, album. That's the other thing is like the caretaker. They, you know, save it for you know, your Patreon, bro. Release the really bruh. long albums,
0: but then three months later releases another really long, another so long ass
1: that. slog. I, mean, Listen, I feel like they do that like three times a the year. The content right? is good, but people just lose like their place. And okay, I see what you're fucking, saying. All right, so let me just Is shut up. A- yeah, Let's hear got, your no, counter take, and then you can introduce the boys, and we'll get this episode rolling, because I feel like okay, we've fine, been fine. a little long-winded. Well, no, no, I'm
0: just going to bring them on right now, rather than have them wait for the counter uh, Okay, okay. So we have... Comet and Sona Vision Deluxe coming up. They have a phenomenal album called Creation that uh, that actually like Sona had like sent me a link on Instagram. It's like, yo, this is gonna be a great album. You don't even know it's the best album ever. And I saw that, and I was like, well, all right, That's how y'all okay, of okay. I appreciate the confidence, and I'm like, I probably will be pretty good if someone's saying this. Uh, like, you know, if they have the confidence to say I that. I wish I had that confidence. I would get like it probably must be pretty good actually. Uh, and I listened to it, and it was really good. I think it's a really interesting affair there's a whole it's not even just that there's a whole vibe that comes along with it but there's just like i swear to god i feel like every time they would go through the songs be like oh i think we can have one more thing right in between here oh i think nice. I, I can't even imagine any time these songs were gone over to be like well why don't we add this right here too so anyway very interesting combination of, uh, of artists right here put out a very interesting album uh i you know. They've already released pretty good music before this, but this is really good. (laughs) So why don't we bring them on? From
1: pretty good to really good. I was already good. Everybody give a warm welcome to SonaVision Sonavision Deluxe and Comet. You gentlemen can unmute yourselves. You are on camera. Are are we just going to completely gloss over my take or do you have a rebuttal? Oh,
0: let's go back to it. I just wanted to introduce them. Good. uh,
3: Extremely long album take.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? That are good.
3: Yeah, I mean obviously nobody's got time to listen to a couple hours long album. Um but I mean if you're going to make a project and then like that's your passion project, I say why not go like fuck it, go for it. If There's that's a
0: place nice for it right and then you do it.
2: Yeah, I mean not Hello, everybody. App- hey, what's up? How are you doing, Comet? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you were you still going, Sona? No, not really. What okay. up? Bro? So, when it comes to really long albums, I don't know. I struggle with albums in general when I'm listening to them digitally, like on my computer. Um, Mm Right. I love physical media because it gets my ADHD brain to, like, focus on this one thing. Like, I can't open up a bunch of tabs on my my turntable. True. So, uh... (laughs) You can't so I could shuffle just sort of on the turntable. And if it's like a big deluxe, like double disc, like release on vinyl, I'm like, okay, I could get into this and mm-hmm. it could be really long and I'll just be like <clears> super engrossed. I'll be like watching it spin, like hypnotized. And I won't, I, the time will just go by for me. So I prefer I'm so jealous. listening to especially longer albums on physical media. And tapes can hold longer too. Like you have like what 90 minute tapes. So you could They do got it. some, some been, that are so longer. Has an artist like, ever done flimsy. like a double a it double is, date? You, oh. A
0: longer album on physical media is what makes it a more that's very interesting take. A longer album on physical mediums is a whole different experience than just putting on, you know, a longer album on a streaming service.
1: You know, yeah, and just listening and like, out of your phone. Good, good tapes. tapes. I think a whole bit more lot that makes more, in, more sense.
2: Has an artist done like a double tape release? Because you see like double desk good vinyl, question. But-
1: I think like, so. I've only seen,
2: like, single tapes come out. I feel like I've seen it on Dream Catalog. Chris, do
1: you recall anyone doing anything like that? Double tapes? A multi-tape release? Well, or, I like mean, like, one
0: sometimes album. Re- oh, for, like, one out. Al- oh, I get it. Like, not, like, the album. Then there's, like, a remix album next to it. Mm. I- I've seen people do, like, four-part things. Like, you ah. know, what's it called? Geometric Alibis re- releases those box sets occasionally. Gotcha. But I'm not sure. Sometimes those albums are actually released separately. So, mm. yeah. You know. I mean, even if they're interrelated. I mean, people do a lot of interrelated albums. So can we agree that, uh, like,
1: long-ass albums make more sense on physical media like tapes and vinyl than they do on digital? Well, yeah. I get
2: too distracted if it's a long thing and I'm online. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just just have this impulse uh, feeling to just go exploring other videos, especially if it's, like, a YouTube release. Yeah. The recommended stuff is on the side, and uh.
0: yeah, you don't you don't have to deal with all that fucking distractions when it's physical no. media. That's the thing. You're listening on your phone as a distraction machine. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, like, you, you put the tape on or, 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 or the it. record on, and then everything's off. Like the record is only there to do the one thing to you know to breathe life into the romance of that music.
2: Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a whole ritual, ritual. Laying down the, in the that. dark listening to it yeah. on a
1: record. All right. Yeah.
2: All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a drink. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. All right, but then again, I love I love finding weird, crazy stuff on Bandcamp. I think Bandcamp is one oh, of my hot yeah. takes is Bandcamp is probably the best thing to stream on. Because yeah, there's I no agree. ads mm-hmm. no. and so artists can they, they can limit how many times you play yeah. an album, which is understandable because they want you to buy it. But um, if they set it to like unlimited, then like who needs you know, all the other ones, you could just listen to it unlimited on the Bandcamp app. Bandcamp is also and interesting because you, you can't really
0: shuffle songs. You can only listen to one album They at a
2: time. They have a shuffle all function right. now. Didn't, didn't, really they, just, didn't
1: oh, they
0: just
2: fuck. unveil that?
0: I thought that was the interesting thing about Bandcamp was I had to listen to the album if I put on Well, Bandcamp. it was that way for that like, like a
2: goddamn a cool cool decade. I don't know. We should discipline people more we to should, listen yeah. to Bandcamp.
0: I agree. It's just, <laughs> you know, people put time into making something. Let's get nice
1: contentious, y'all. Um... Sona, remember so, when your face is far away from the mic, your your audio doesn't come through. All right. Sorry, because I just, just saw you said something. Down your we, we we didn't hear anything that you said. What did you just say just now?
3: I said Chris Brown seems to think that we need forty songs on a fucking album nowadays.
1: So oh, Chris Chris Brown has forty album forty song albums.
3: Yeah, I did well, not well, know that. It's like, why do we need 40 songs from fucking
0: Chris Brown? <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 fucking Yo, Chris that, Brown.
0: You yeah, heard it on hot Chris, takes. Like I, I, get, I get the idea after like
2: five songs from Chris Brown. <laughs>
3: like, bro, we've heard, we've heard it. It's not 2008 anymore. We got it. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> funny. Well, I know. In
3: some <laughs> aspects, I don't.
0: Alright, hold on. I want to get to some questions. First okay. off, yeah. um, uh, well, let me, the first question I just want to ask is how did you guys end up collaborating? Like,
2: okay, what was the so um, there's a little bit of a domino effect to this okay. story. It starts with my, one of my solo albums, Soundbath. Oh, yeah. Right here for context. Nice. Um, so I made that record in like 2020. <clears throat> Summer of 2020, I was on a Windows 96 kick because he Shut got up. me into Vaporwave just listening to him. And I was like, this, wow, this is like the music that I wish I always like was making, you know? It's like, oh, you know when you realize something like you always needed it, but you didn't know until like yeah, yeah. the moment you discover yeah, it. Absolutely. I love that, that was moment. Like, that was like his music to me. And it really inspired me because I love like the video game soundtrack type stuff. So anyways, long story short, I made an album this, that, that record I was talking about, very heavily inspired by his sound. And I tweeted at him, like, hey, thanks for inspiring me. Uh, check this out if you want. And he listened to it. He said he liked it, but he thought that the artwork that I originally made was shit. So uh, <laughs> Damn, one, that's cool yeah. well, So no he, he did the artwork for me. It's this wonderful, like, blender. Uh, no, not blender. Bryce. Bryce, like, this archaic.
3: Shout out, yo, shout out, shout out, Bryce.
2: Shout out to Bryce. Shout it's this old Bryce. version of Bryce 3D, this 3D Wait, uh, Sona software. made that? No, yep. no, no, no! Windows ninety six. I'm sorry, made, Windows made this for me. Just he That's album.
0: amazing! I can't believe that. That's crazy! I,
2: I know it blew like, my fucking mm, mind. So, anyways, how this crazy. leads into your question is that um he also got me on the record label. His Midwest remix collective. on your
0: album is phenomenal, too. By the way. Oh yeah! yeah oh my god!
2: It blew us away. Days. When 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 he that sent it so to nice. us,
0: I cried when he sent me that.
3: Oh, I can't yeah!
2: I, can't imagine, I love that. we We, we could retire now Uh, (laughs) yeah that's really (laughs) special so so I was like super stoked that that I you know Gabrielle from Windows 96 he also got me onto Midwest Collective a really great record label I love Midwest Um, Collective sick yeah and so I was like super stoked and I was posting about it on Reddit and Sona saw one of my posts on Reddit about the album and was like fuck this dude is like in touch with Windows ninety six, and he really loves his stuff too. Oh so, yeah, I know um, so a huge fan. Yeah. So he pretty much reached out to me after that, and he was like, "Hey, here's a demo for this thing. If you ever want to collab," and he me um, what ended up being our big hit single, <laughs> "Creation Through Existence." Yeah, great. And song. I just I loved the melody because my whole thing is like it needs to have like a good catchy melody or a theme, yeah. and what he sent me had a really strong melodic presence to it and i was like fuck i I should work on this because at first i was like had no idea you know what am i getting myself into and so we make this track it blows up like for us like so that was the first track you guys made yeah and it was just such a good flow that we like just that's what i want to ask because we kept collabing and collabing until we built an album so sona you could also speak to your side of the story
3: with chris uh Skeleton, what were you saying?
0: Um, I just, because I've heard, you know, lots of people have collaborated, right? Yeah. But, uh, and you know, and sometimes there's, feels like a, a very distinct voice between the two. But if, when you guys collaborate, like, I can still tell that there's like, that the two, ar- your two artistic personalities are coming through in your parts that you've written for the songs. But like, oh, it's cool. still like, it's so complimentary. Do you know what I mean? We, I know yeah, it's just, like, we, you guys have a really very natural sound like flow. like one thing. Yeah, it was a very natural flow, but it was also like rather complex. So <laughs> like, yeah. I just feel like you guys must be kind of weaving in and out of each other's uh, melodies, trying to figure out where I can, com- where you can compliment and you can compliment and
1: um do Excuse me. I
3: mean, like more realistically, more it was me starting it off, I feel I like
1: in okay. like- Ah, in- you're the track starter. Common is the yeah. track finisher, gotcha in the sense. setting, you
3: know what I mean cuz like a lot of w- the way I approach, you know, making music is like it's a narrative every time. Uh-huh.
0: So, so you come would, in with an idea in your head of what the song is going to represent.
3: Yeah, every time. And I and you know, I would tell like you know, we would talk about, you know, the 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 narrative um, you know, of what's going on like the lore, I guess.
2: Yeah. So and much
3: lore. You, yeah, he, he would send me these like paragraphs
2: yeah. of like the story and all the characters. Really, like, all of us what? were all like characters in That's the story. Crazy. Like you I'm the comment yeah. from this civilization.
3: That you...
2: and, wow! And Windows I mean, ninety six is a character in it too. Really?
1: Yeah. Really? yeah. Like collabed. With I like name. this fan fiction.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, and, I and, and also a really great, great artist Nano Novo makes an appearance. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Shout
3: out.
2: Beach, shout out! Oh Oh, yeah, we also like Pastel Beach. We talk with him. Um, Yeah, we have our our own little Discord server called the Squatted Up. Wow!
1: Yeah, and uh, we all
2: talk on there and send demos.
1: Do y'all all all like video game soundtracks, or mostly just you? Oh yeah,
2: Yeah, I think we all do.
1: Do you guys want to shout out your like top three? Maybe starting with Sona first. Uh, Minecraft. Easily the best. Oh yeah, that's video. like a critically acclaimed Chris. Have you heard the Minecraft soundtrack? It was like released on Ghostly International and shit. No, I'm gonna listen to it. Can't now, remember the man. artist's Thank name. You guys.
3: He C four eighteen has influenced
1: my production like way more than I ever thought.
3: Because really? dude, my entire It's like a
1: critically acclaimed electronic music album. I'm serious. I I gotta I'm so sorry. I gotta listen to this immediately.
3: I mean I didn't, I think it's subconscious too, because it was just, you know, I was 13, 14 playing Minecraft till like Mm -hmm. 3 a.m. and just hearing it over and over.
0: That's very interesting that that's now become something burned into your nostalgia. Very fascinating stuff. Interesting. Like, yeah, my nostalgia, 100%. How how old are you again? I'm
1: 24.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's right. That would be be pretty recent. Let's hear yeah. some other video game favorite video yeah. game soundtracks. Wait, wait, we, we got it. Let's do that. But then I gotta get back to the gym. That's fine. I, just, I was just we'll get I just want to get hat some, hat some, hat. some name drops. That's all. Of course,
0: please. No, no, no. Do your thing. We gotta do that. We gotta do your thing, man.
3: Mines. So are you still going? Yeah, it's gotta be Minecraft. Um... Oh shit! No, all right. You, you you Thanks, Lux. In.
2: Okay, so um, Disaster Pieces music for Hyper White Drifter. Um, he cool. also did Fez both of those soundtracks are amazing Damn. um like it's like epic chiptune wow. i don't know how to it's like the most cinematic chiptune you've ever heard in your life Damn, okay <laughs> um so yeah disaster piece he also scored the soundtrack for it follows the horror film it follows, oh really and it's wow. like a video wow. game horrors like but for a movie um also the jeremy soul uh compositions yeah. Yeah, he also likes Jeremy Soul, but my nostalgia comes from the work he did on the Harry Potter licensed games for like PlayStation wow. 1 and PlayStation 2. So I grew specific. up I like it more. I like it so much more than the John Williams music, really? honestly. But like the like the Harry wow. Potter music you think for the wow. movies, the Jeremy wow. Soul soundtrack for the video games. He composed uh-huh. like millions Man, of these themes. These are some deep cuts. Every single game, Please. like cuts, he did, like the first no. four, I think. Uh-huh. And it's, wow, it's not even Go deep. off about it's Jeremy, like, bro.
0: He's passionate oh. about it too. I love um, it. Uh,
3: yeah, all three like major Elder Scrolls games, the modern ones: Morrowind, uh, Oblivion, Skyrim. D- yeah, he's a genius, straight up. Yeah. He two.
2: Um, uh, I also love Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness for PS One. John Holland, <laughs> the soundtrack for that, it sounds like a Windows ninety six album. That yeah. the soundtrack to Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness. So, Octop- if yeah, definitely say that one more time.
1: Octopath Traveler has a fucking amazing oh, I song. fucking Ooh. love Octopath. Are you gonna play the second one?
2: Mm, uh, wait,
1: there's the comes second out one? in February. Boy, I can't wait. That's dope. Um, that- any any time.
3: <laughs> that main theme for that uh game me and pastel beach have like a
1: song like that samples it coming out i want to hear it so bad send it to me
2: (gasps) Mm. oh yeah you're working on a new album Ooh. well
1: that probably segues really well into chris's next question all right what's up (laughs) um
0: so you guys had uh had done the song and then you just released it as a single initially
2: yeah and it got like a lot of attention that i was not expecting (laughs) because all of my stuff like less than like 10 people listen to it i'm i'm used to being like an invisible presence online but yeah yeah i don't know Sona just has this like magical like charm to anything he touches it like gets a lot of notoriety and he's the king of connections because he reached out to me and then that spread our, are like collaborative juices all over the place. Oh my god! I don't know how to word this. <laughs> um, and then he reaches out to you guys. Yeah. And it's just, and it just, and I, I just feel like I'm I'm on the ride, you know. He's like <laughs> leading the whole of the pack, and I'm just like. On the back of the, the van, it's, like, wow, this is fun. I'm glad you decided to take me along. <laughs> it's done well because it's really because I'm really very, like, good. I'm really like to myself and, and in my own little it, corner. Of
0: creativity in it,
2: and no, it, like the, it's hard for me to like. You can put myself out there, the, so he, he does people that can for
0: send me. <laughs> things all day long, and it will. People might listen to it, and they be like that's a great job. But it only begins to do well if the if the content. Can actually support that is really mm-hmm. good content. I get sent a lot of albums by people, you know what I mean? For sure. But mm-hmm. the content was really good. It was very creative, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, you know, you initially, you know, when you initially hear the synths, you're like, okay, I've heard this. Before, and then you're like, No, no, I haven't. It's changed all of a sudden. Yes, it, exactly. Fun. It's changed. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, one melody goes, and then, like, sudden, like, goes, and then like, I don't even know that another melody is fit right underneath it right after. There will that. be moments where I would very, take some like, of his melodies, man, and like, split
2: them in half, and then I would like... add my own MIDI on top of it. <laughs> nice. Like, I had, I would, I, really? that's what she really is. Like, like a game thing. of Have you ever heard of, like, the game Exquisite Corpse?
0: Oh yeah, Where everybody, yeah. yeah like every when you, writer draw, adds one yeah, you draw one part of a thing and then, then, then you hold yeah, it, and then the, the next people.
2: person has to continue yeah. drawing. Like, yes, 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 beats. yes, Someone does the head, yeah. someone does the body. Our melodies are kind of like that.
0: I get that. I get those vibes. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I love yeah, music
1: no, I that makes it me was feel good. like I'm on an adventure, and
2: that exactly. I, I get that. entire the entire drive behind the Comet project is that I want it to be like this. It's pretty much this wholesome, like childhood esque adventure that you would feel like watching a watching a, a fantasy film or playing a, a fantasy game, oh, right? As like, a child, totally, that sense yeah. of wonderment, yeah, yeah. like oh this oh this wonderful open world I could wander around in. I want to create a, a sort of space for that, and Sona does that excellently too. He set up just about every track on Creation. He sort of did like the opening sense and like the opening beats and just the core elements and then he would pass it on to me and then i would just sort of throw it into a blender and take over for the middle and then i would bring back some of his stuff for the end um and then there was one track mythic conjurer's garden i started that one that was almost completely done but i got i got like stuck i was like i can't figure out how to finish this and so i sent it over to him and he came up with this beautiful like like when the beats finish up, it goes into this beautiful ambient section and he adds like these cool vocals with like effects on it. And I was like, That's so genius. That's how I could finish it. And so I was able to take it back and, oh, and man. wrap it up. So very talented people. And whenever we get whenever we <laughs> hit like a roadblock, it's like Help me. Those
3: vocals that he's talking about are literally yeah. me on my phone being like <laughs>
2: ah, No, it's so good though. It's just you know know how to you know how to take something that stupid or silly and make it sound majestic with effects.
1: So can we hear a story behind a track that you made first and that Sona perfect, quote unquote? That was sort of
2: what I was just talking about. The Mythic Conjurer's Garden is the it's the third track on the record. You're right. I yeah, started that one, one out. It was a melody it. I had. Um, this is what this happens with me a lot. Um, the opening melody for that was something I had lying around for several months, and I just didn't really know what to use it for. And um. then when when I found myself in the middle of this record with him, I was all like, "Oh, here we go! I could just you know go into the archives and pull out this this corpse of a melody and re- resurrect it." So, this, Sona, can we hear project.
1: can we hear the reverse of that I was trying to ask about the reverse of that but clearly I'm <laughs> Um, can we hear about a track that you started and 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 what what Comet did to finish it up?
3: <coughs> yeah, I mean creation through existence is like the 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 stereotypical track of it all, I guess I would say, like
2: It's a perfect 50/50 split, I would say. that's,
3: that's the tone for everything else. Uh, it's me for that song. It's like thirty percent, bro. You turned that thing into a fucking banger
2: of a. So, so this is what the show is gonna be us arguing about: is like how much we did what, <laughs> but like, but like in a complimentary way. It's
0: just bro. really funny. You you guys are both so just like casually talented. <laughs> like you're like, oh yeah, I just made, made this album. Yeah, uh, paragraphs for it. Just put all these melodies into it. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's funny because like it's a very artful and very
2: full of life album. Uh, and well, we, like, we dedicate a lot talented. of our time. It's interesting. It. I've I, been doing this since I was 11, so yeah. it's second nature.
3: That beats, like, on FL Studio. All I use is FL Studio in my
2: fucking... I don't use any, like, hardware, really. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. I'm a huge hardware geek, and coming from oh. me, like, you really fucking don't need to. Yeah. I, If I it wasn't me. for me discovering GarageBand on my shitty old 2006 Mac like when i was 11 i wouldn't i wouldn't be where i am now in terms of skill and experience i like i find this freeware like software on my computer at a young age and i'm like wait i can do this too it's that easy i don't have to go out and buy a bunch of stuff i don't don't know know, know, somebody's mic is crackling super bad i'm not sure
1: whose it is oh no is it me i don't know yeah i think it might be damn oh darn. Okay. Sorry, I we apologize. don't we don't have to like
2: stop everything. It's cool. It's just crackling really bad. Okay, because for context, I'm using this crappy wireless mic that's hooked up to it's my Tascam four track tape Wow, I can't because... believe how quickly you hooked that up last night. Yeah, I know it was crazy. Um, but like, I guess it was because my my built-in microphone from my computer is too quiet. yeah yeah. well the crackling stopped okay okay this thing this thing is so weird on like your placement because it's wireless i'm I'm, sorry to get the right reception right so there's this weird dongle thing hanging out this is like tank controls trying to see reverse okay then over there you're chilling it's barely out of frame on the show
1: anyways okay are we in like four by three uh you're you're in like a you're like a perfect square kind of okay can All you right. see
2: michael in the background there's my baby yes <laughs> of course
1: absolutely <laughs> michael. yeah absolutely for those listening in podcast in uh, uh comment has michael myers um like a whole michael myers shrine is that Love screen the back there too it's a, it's
2: it was... a mask it's like it's like oh, an wow.
1: accurate recreation the michael and myers i also mask. have like the,
2: the ghost face that with the yeah know, up. yeah scary movie how fun love it my room is halloween all the time
1: oh let's let's get a look at what sona's got um for those listening in podcasts and actually can you tilt your phone can you center that that statue sona's got like an entire like mannequin statue there you go tilt it a little bit more away from you there you go excuse me i'm so sorry there's like a whole mannequin statue that's there you go Aesthetic.
0: Yeah, well, pretty com- classic. I thought that Comet had made a funny comment before the beginning of the show. Was that uh, Sona and Comet represent like two fully op <laughs> the, the two different ranges of the spectrum of the vaporwave aesthetic? One being like the, uh, the neon busts and the uh, you know classical uh, hyperreal backgrounds, and the other being the
2: grainy VHS sort of found footage stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh for Comet. Which and- is that leads into a a brief comment i want to make about like a a possible upcoming project is what i want to do is um i i have a ps1 and i i have it hooked up to my vcr and i want to do this thing where um i play like weird like first person games and i just want to like aim the camera of the of the game to like weird spots of the environments that look really liminal and then hit record on my vcr and then like digitize the the vhs and like score music to it oh and just wow release that's it. actually just really just cool. it on youtube is like liminal space compilation and it will get like a bunch of views <laughs> <That's> right <laughs> yeah. Like just television. I want to milk that women old cow yeah. teat. <laughs>
0: you you guys this album you made like if I had to describe it as like a version like a vaporwave I'd be like mm-hmm. it's it's like prog vaporwave. There it is. is. is yeah. Like, it's like prog like I never really knew what to call like what what like prog version like prog vaporwave would be that this is like a, a prog vaporwave. That is album. A very
2: apt description. Yeah. Same thing, bro. Um, because we're very we're very much like no i don't i don't really vibe with being called a producer we're composers you know we we yeah. we we are like, 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 like yes, of nope.
0: like, <laughs> but in vaporwave like whatever that would mean what are the <laughs> what it means? Nope. Like,
3: i feel that like
0: i get crimson but vaporwave like i can't like you know it's just like progressive vaporwave
2: what wow, did you say because because just now Sona? it's all just like these like you know classical sounding melodies but done via synthesizers mm. Vapor With frog, a vaporwave yeah. production style. Yeah, it's so, vapor prog. There you go. Vapor prog. Yeah, we we, yeah, fucking, we, we did it.
1: We were making that. Okay. So, un, the unfortunate fact is, for whatever reason, anytime anybody else is talking while Sona talks, we don't get to hear what he says.
3: oh His okay.
1: audio is not coming through. So, what was the well, thing that good... you said? Yeah. Hold on. Um,. You don't have yeah, to, like, go for, mess with your sound settings right now. But is that happening for you guys? Like where when you're talking, you uh, can't hear what Sona's saying?
2: I'm noticing that on my end. Yeah. Not all the time, just
0: now. a while, but we usually go back. Right.
1: Yeah, any, anytime somebody else is talking, I just see your mouth moving, and I don't, I don't get to hear what you say, which is unfortunate.
0: We'll get We'll, we'll it.
1: <clears> so if I hear you say something and it looks important, I'm going to stop everything and and just ask right. everyone to be quiet so we can hear what you said
3: uh no i was saying that like that makes sense because um rush like, oh yeah i'm mad into rush like love okay
0: rush. Ah, i nailed it <laughs> yeah, i nailed
3: it like, yeah. Rest in peace, Neil Peart, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Like that was my first concert I ever went. Really? You that was serious? your first concert? Yeah, Rush what? when I was like 14. I got stoned to shit with my buddy, and his mom drove us there, and like we chilled out and watched Rush. It was dope. You
0: got, you got That's 14 and watched Rush. That That's is going to inform the way you approach music, sir, when you get older. You got, you got high and watched a Rush concert at 14. That is going to shape your mind. You right.
3: it. <laughs> dude. Um, wow. Like, my dad, honestly, got me into music. Like, um, I've played guitar for a really long time, probably since I was, like, 11 is when I could actually, like, you know, learn it and start playing. But, yeah, Rush, Van Halen, I love, like, all the old nice. – uh, like virtuoso guitars like joe satriani steve Vai. uh
0: fascinating
3: i love buckethead
0: too if you guys listen to buckethead yeah okay this is fascinating and i, I knew i knew it when i was listening to this <laughs> album so that's so funny well let me ask you then you're talking about a lot of guitar work a lot of studying the virtuosos at what point do you gravitate towards electronic music
3: uh i mean I always love the synth sounds. Like even Van Halen has it in their '90s stuff. You
0: jump, oh my god, this jump! Yeah. One of the most famous god, jump is so fucking high. Most famous dude, lines of all time,
3: dude. That's like Eddie, even as a guitarist. Like he was doing all the keyboard stuff. You know, oh, like really, he, yeah. He's the greatest guitarist to ever play. I think, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I take a lot from Van Halen, I guess. Wow, in some weird subconscious ways.
0: Yeah. Van Halen's a uh, lot of fun.
3: Though, but
0: when you I'm, start approaching electronics?
3: I don't know, really. Like I always, you know, liked it a lot. Honestly, at the end of high school, I started getting into kind of like R and B synthie stuff like um like Magee Jordan, if you've ever listened to them. Mm-hmm. Um I started getting like the weekend as whack. Yeah sound like i know the no, weekend's
0: it. great i like the yeah weekend. i think the weekend I is great too that,
3: you know and then i found vaporwave because i was making trap beats on youtube like trying to sell my rap beats at a time and like the vaporwave aesthetic was the really like what was selling i mean like getting a lot of views like with rap beats but like it was like Simpson wave or vaporwave aesthetic for the pictures. Mm. right kind of strange so i figured that like i found it out through like the the visual aspect of it and i didn't know there was like a music side to it mm. so i started listening to the music side and i was like oh this is kind of cool and then my buddy showed me
0: windows 96 gap yeah, of course yeah
3: and I was just like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, he would be the he would be the godfather of Vapor Prague, you know what I mean for sure. Bro, was,
3: I was like, bro, I, my mind
0: was blown. I was like, bro, this is what I've been wanting to make. Bro. It hit it. It hit just right. That's awesome.
3: And then I still I didn't do it for a while, but then one day I was like, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna make a project, like try to do some stuff like this, and then I was listening to him and like calm trues while I was making it. So it kind of sounds
1: like you. Okay, baby. Yeah. I I thought I heard a little calm trues influence in y'all's work, but I didn't want to be like, sounds like calm trues. That's not really a compliment. You know,
3: it's like, it's not that hard, you know, but it it like, it was definitely there. But then, yeah, I got in touch with uh, my brother over here.
2: Yeah, so exactly. You, so, how did
0: you get involved in, in what? How did you get involved in deciding to make music? When did you start with all this?
2: Oh my God. Okay, so that actually has to do with why I um called you mentioned myself. Mentioned a little bit I about being on
0: GarageBand. Uh, you know. And, yeah. You know, okay. So this. You is mentioned a bit like, about this. this is about this like the, the
2: late 2000s. Um, I was just like heavily on YouTube and just watching a lot of films, or like like short films that people would like skits and stuff. Um and I was heavily inspired by by like filmmaking first. So I wanted to make films. I would I just had this, you know, crappy late 2000s digital cam camera <laughs> and um I would do these dumb skits with my friends and that around that time YouTube was really cracking down on copyright because before they didn't care like in the early days. Mm-hmm. But then right. by the late 2000s they started getting really, you know, intense about it as they are even getting worse now. Um, and so i was like oof what am i gonna do for a soundtrack oh there's this garage band thing with all these virtual instruments i guess i could compose the music for these movies and so that initially got me into it but then i discovered this band um called juno reactor they started out in the 90s they're more of like a psychedelic goa trance kind of like dance outfit that would, like, combine all sorts of different influences from, around, like, like, different cultural music, like, world music. So you would hear, like, you'd hear, like, the techno drum beats and, like, the synth arpeggios mixed Damn, with, like, son. Tibetan chanting and, mm. like, Japanese, uh, Japanese uh, in- like, the string instruments from the East and, I don't know, like, African tribal drumming Like, and I don't know, a weird Yemen folk song sung on top of that and like Latin with like, with like trance and stuff. And it's like, it blew my mind. It's like, like, what the music like this can exist? What? And they have a song called Comet, spelled K-O-M-I-T. And when what? I heard that song oh, wow. I, heard that, right. I heard that track for the first time, it blew my mind. I was like, okay, I want to do music like for my life. And when I heard that song, it kind of gave birth to the inspiration for me. So I decided to name myself after the track. <laughs> it's really unoriginal and dumb and it doesn't really mean anything, but Oh says. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just it just came from being so inspired. It was like, I love this. I'm gonna, I can't really come up with place, a place name, so I'll just take this track title. <laughs> um, awesome. But when, in terms of Vaporwave, it's very yeah. similar uh, with, with Sona, yeah. the, you know, Windows 96 being the catalyst for it. Oh, yeah, as you I mentioned earlier, yeah. big in the mid-2010s with yeah, um, awesome. the Shop, you know, the classics like that. Yeah. And I thought it was, like, funny. I didn't really take it seriously at first. I thought it was kind of like a meme kind of like a joke lots of people do that's how it always starts i I thought it was it could only be sample based that's that Mm. was like i thought it was like a strict rule like it has to be like slowed down chopped up vocal stuff in the 80s and i was like that's cool and all but i don't really do that i don't really sample that much i've tried it it's fun it's cool Mm. sampling is dope but it's not really a good fit for me i like composing original stuff from scratch yeah. Uh, so I thought, right. okay, I guess I just don't belong to this. That that's a shame. And mm. then in twenty eighteen I was on this summer trip to Japan mm-hmm. and I was just scrolling YouTube and I find One Hundred Mornings, the album by by Windows 96. Yeah. And I was I just started listening to it on a whim while I'm walking through like this giant park in somewhere in Japan with like ancient temples and shrines and like a huge koi pond. And just listening to this ethereal music and knowing that it was, like, you know, some kid my age uh, making all of this himself. And it's, like, no samples. He's all, like, composing it originally. And I'm like, oh, my God, I could do this, too. This is kind of what I do in a way. But I could tap into it more specifically by choosing these specific beats and these specific, you know, video game sound fonts. He uses a lot of, like, Mario 64s. And Hell yeah. I sort of connected with that, but I never really thought to incorporate much of it into my sound until I started listening with him. I was like, oh, okay, Th- I could see myself doing this, you know. Whereas at first, when I looked at Vaporwave, I was like, uh, maybe I can't do this because it seems like a sample only thing. So, listening to work made me feel confident enough in entering the scene interesting my vibe, and then you probably got in
0: here real and you were like oh my god all these people are doing all kinds of different things yeah like, all yeah. involved in a scene and everybody's like approaching this in so many
1: different ways you know right there's no You're wrong, wrong wow. way to do it comment yes. do me do me a favor put the mic a little closer to your mouth
2: okay sorry when i had Got it like you're good when i had it bat- originally like this i saw like feedback coming well now through. it's a crackling. oh now it's doing that again.
1: welcome to hot takes Maybe that when you turn it on its <laughs> side, the crackling goes away but then there's like a hiss and we can't really hear you
2: yeah, okay, like I can wow. hear Sona I'm coughing louder that. than we could hear you. It's okay. really embarrassing nope. to show my friends No, it won't be. It's fine. It's hot. will figure, Something figure out the right wrong. way to hold the mic. I, I do have an EQ panel. If it's too hissy, I could turn the uh the high pass if filter. You want to play
1: with it a little bit? I will not stop okay. you.
2: Um, See. we actually how was that? I turned it all the way down the high pass. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's so take it. You're under oh. less
0: hiss. Yeah. Let's hiss.
1: Good. What did you say just now, Sona?
0: Professionals. Right here. Professionals fucking around.
1: You were fucking around. We actually have a question (laughs) from the chat, you guys. Oh, yeah. I think it was a general question to the whole chat, but it's a great question. And uh Steven wants to Steven, I don't know if it's pronounced Savage. Steven wants to know who was your first vaporwave artist that you guys discovered? They mentioned Aceprey Fantasy and St. Pepsi and Dan Mason. What about y'all? Was Windows ninety six? Windows ninety six, right? Um, no. Oh no! Okay, God, let's he hear. Her, let's genre. start. But
3: initially, I actually, at, I, it's Miss Lux herself. Really? Shout out yeah. in the
2: chat, right? In the flesh. Yeah. yeah. I listened to um, um. Uh, the album is escaping me, but it's like my favorite. Sephog. How could I forget? That's so embarrassing. But I listened to it a lot in 2018. Um, the, the one that Swack is off of. Uh, World class.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh class. yeah. Yeah, I oh, I adore yeah. that album I I was into that yeah no I thought around I got into that around the same time as Windows um, but before I was mm-hmm. familiar with Vectroid, like the the yeah, album Macintosh plus but course, yeah. i thought it was funny i mean i like it now i like i like oh, sincerely unironically a, a, a
0: lot of a lot of things start like that in fact most things people start getting you know when especially when like when punk first started people got involved in punk for the same reason like i thought this was a joke and then i got involved i saw it actually it meant a lot more and even the fact that it's interpreted
2: like that initially is almost to keep out people you know
0: from oh, this cool, yeah. cool world,
2: it's almost like a defense kind of mechanism. connects with like the makeup style I'm doing, which is kind of influenced by the new romantic like punk yeah. wave type thing. But specifically, yeah, oh nice, high society on nice. tape, it's beautiful. Sona but has got high Bobby, society on tape.
3: That I got. What'd you say? This is the first cassette that I got, like
1: really? ever.
2: Wow!
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's really I special. Those.
2: I wonder where that um, artwork. Like is derived from don't know. Yeah, it's, really it's, a, it's definitely
1: a very iconic style. Oh, um, yeah. What was your experience discovering Lux Sona? Huh? Like, how did you how did you come across vaporwave? How did you discover Lux? What were your thoughts?
3: So when I was making those beats and like looking up the yeah the trap stuff. to put on
0: the um, the YouTube beats and yeah, you vapors. said you thought it was just an art style and then you discovered yeah. it was actually a whole scene associated with it like you said um, yeah and is that when you discovered Lux when, like of that yeah soundtrack? oh like wow you
3: just recommended me uh, world class and I saw the photo and I was like that goes pretty hard
1: so <laughs> uh.
3: on it and I was like yo this is fire. And then, um, hell yeah, yeah, Heat. started to listen to it. But then, yeah, Gab is what really was was like. Oh shit, this is on. This this hits me. Right. So
0: let me ask you guys about the. Do you guys ever have writer's block? You ever, you ever have a difficulty writing some music? Really?
2: Oh yeah. Every day, um, I've noticed whenever I try and limit myself to a specific theme, like okay, I'm because because currently I'm making this album that's like this desert level type of vibe. Like you know how every video game back then would have like an ancient Egypt stage, yeah, and yes. you would like the, the, like, the yeah. that one particular you know, the, string the, the instrument, instrument and, like the snake charmer type music, yeah, and stuff like that, and like the the the, the, the percussion.
1: Yeah, it's always and, like clay pot, like bongo type shit.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm doing an, an album like that right now. And nice. what sucks about it is that like, it's good that I have the vision, but now that I'm like locking into that style, sometimes I won't be in the mood to <laughs> enter that world and do that kind of desert level kind of music. Um, so to combat that, I just go off and do whatever random style I crave. And by the time I'm done doing that, I feel more in the mood to go back to whatever I was stuck on. So when you do get like a creative block, it's, it's because there's some kind of resistance. You like deep down in your mind. You don't really want to do this. So I go off and because I, um, I primarily, I do like the big polished records on my computer in my DAW. But I, for funsies, I go off. And do and do stuff on my like hardware and that core track. I showed up. Yeah, this is a Korg ES1. It's a '90s Ooh. sampler drum machine, oh my God. and That's you so could cool. just put whatever sound you want into it. It's like a found sound type of thing, and you could program Amazing. beats onto it and make full tracks. I mean, it's really limited, Damn. but you can just There's go out about and it and lost limited, into this though. thing. And it's like working with hardware is like learning how to make music all over again. Yeah. So. Whenever I get stuck in my DAW, um, trying to get like, you know, a specific theme done, but I'm not really feeling it. I go off and I play around with these silly little toys and I just make random noises and I make random beats with no aim. Just just have no aim or goal in mind. Just full creative, like, do whatever you want. Hell yeah. And you feel those limitations, like, lift off of you and you feel more free And actually, I would recommend artists to just make a whole bunch of demos in whatever style they feel like doing at the time. And then after they have a mountain of tracks, just start picking and choosing which ones complement each other. And then you have an album. I think that 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 process works really. If you go into an album, like starting it, like it's going to be 100% like this. And I'm going to do everything exactly like it's good that you have a vision, but that's going to limit you, and you're eventually going to hit a roadblock and not feel like it anymore. You'll get kind of burnt out on your own idea. So be open to doing whatever you want at any time, and then by the time you have a bunch of tracks built up, you can pick and choose which ones go well together. And then organically, you have an album come together. Right. So I recommend that. It's it's fun. It's it's very like wild card-like you have no idea what you're doing but it's it's more fun that way i don't know (laughs) let's hear about sona's writing process
3: Uh, honestly it kind of goes the same way i mean i sit here and make probably like three to four demos a day but that's prolific as fuck (laughs) sometimes one will just like hit and i'll just stay on that for like two or three days and just write it out and then release it because i'm just like fuck it like i didn't spend this long to sit on it right and then i put it out um but i think when i get writer's block it's mostly because i find that like i haven't been listening to new music as much lately that's interesting yeah, like, I haven't found something to be like, oh, like, I want to explore, like, that different sound and see how I could bring it in, you know. Because I feel like that's a big thing and like, the, the music we make is, like, trying to take as many different influences and put it in there.
2: I think that's great that's advice. That's so true. Right. That's great
3: advice. Like, you know, like, I try to listen to it. Like I do listen to video game soundtracks, but like you know, lately some Studio Ghibli shit. Like I love those uh anime soundtracks, bro. They're
2: so good. Um, oh, hisashi, right? Uh,
3: um, I forget who was the guy. Um, Ryuichi Sakamoto.
2: Oh, Ryuichi yeah. Sakamoto. Oh, he was, is he
3: phenomenal. Is super,
0: oh, yeah. He's not. He's like so critically acclaimed. Oh, yeah. So I many know,
3: cool. You love him
2: we What was it like super space force or something that movie yeah. yeah okay he did like a he did like this manga film soundtrack and i keep forgetting the title for it it's like super space force or something yeah,
3: super space force or something yeah and da-da, 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 da-da,
2: <laughs> I, sent, I sent him this oh, track from, yeah. from that movie and yeah. he just like ate it up, and I'm like, "Yes, here's the good food. Uh, here's the good." Food. <laughs> Shout out to the
1: first time viewers that are like really enjoying y'all's tips. By the way, oh, hello yeah, is, everybody. I, yeah, I'm
2: honored to be listened to. Yeah, any I mean well, Ryuki any Sakamoto. Um, my music, um,
0: Ry- Ry- Ryuji Sa-
2: appreciated.
0: Yeah, Ryuji Sakamoto is so like cool and so interesting, experimental. You have to understand that the like 10 tricks point never had him remix a song for him too. oh my like, god that's you know weird. that there's yeah uh it was uh, one of the songs off of a um what's it called i think it was last last known fragment of a song i think he remixed that one
2: but um i need to check a, that out the only 102- one i heard was his soundtrack for good time that's all, all that. you've heard i think you guys would really appreciate
0: uh r plus seven you should probably listen to that album I think you okay. like it a lot. Yeah, please. R7 is right up your 7. alley, I think. God damn. And um, let me tell you, Ryuki Sakamoto remixed an album, by, remixed a song by 10 Tricks Boy Never. Clearly, he must have something going on. So yeah, I, sh- I think you guys should check it out. I think yeah. you guys might really enjoy diving into 10 Tricks. That's like every vaporwave artist that had some kind of. Uh, Influencer and, and, and interest in metal point ever. I think you guys will too once oh, yeah. you check I, him out. Well? Listen to I'm it.
2: definitely going to check him out. But that made me think because like the Godfather of vaporwave, basically. I keep going back and forth between like something oh, that wait, Sona hold mentioned. On. Hold on, hold
3: on. The, the fact that you mentioned Godfather vaporwave is GG Mason, bro.
1: GG Mason is, is heat, bro. GG Mason. Mason has also been sampled a lot in instrumental yeah. hip hop. Oh. Oh, 100%. all the time.
3: Like he, I feel like he's underrated though. Like you know, like, should
0: be more put into. People should be talking about him more often in relation to this genre, for sure. Oh
3: yeah, a hundred percent. The synth sounds,
2: you yeah, know, really should be. Look,
3: they're Thank almost identical. to, you know, a lot of <clears throat> what a lot of what Comet does, like the really.
2: <laughs> I've never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. You know, that, you that I actually get that a lot. People will, will like come up to me and be all like, oh, yeah, this totally reminded me of this. And I'm like, oh, nice. To- OK, I don't. Cool. I mm-hmm. haven't I ever right? heard of this. But thanks for introducing it to me. Yeah. He's <laughs> hey, like, oh, speaking thank you for of Chaserwave like has a there. question
1: that's been sitting in the chat for a second. Chaserwave, based on what you had said earlier about um, what you're working on, wanted to know if you guys have listened to uh, the Oasis comp that uh, Dr. Chris was talking about a few episodes ago by Global mm, Pattern. Global Pattern. Yeah, that have y'all Oh my god, to that? no, but I
2: have been watching Global Pattern on Twitter though and I love the vibe. Like it's it's like a nature wave type thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Dr. Chris was really taken with it. Um, gave a really strong I really record.
2: I need to get into that so bad cuz I, I recently did a remix for bathroom plants um
0: Bathroom plans, shout out. They are so yeah brilliant. of and course I, just, I, like, totally, I, I could totally see the connection between you guys and bathroom plans. They collabed yeah. with Golden
1: Living Room, yeah. didn't they? Oh, and they I did. Colla- did? Yeah, I did Golden, Living did I Golden Living
0: Room. I know, I know. I've known him for years, and he was obviously part of the Polly Math Vampire album I put out. So. Yeah, um, oh yeah, it's Beautiful part work.
2: of, like, he's putting together a remix album, actually, and it's going to be, like, a thing where it's, like, a charity album where he donates nice. all the proceeds to, I think it's some kind of trans organization, nice. um, well, which is really, that. really dope.
1: Yeah, and
2: so I was like, cool, I'll hop onto this. And so I did a remix of their of, of his track, um, Echoes of Nature from Skyscrapers. Uh, nice. Very, you know, that paints a picture. And I have right. no idea when it will be released. Um, I, I emailed it to him, and we'll see when it comes out.
0: Awesome. Well, shout out Golden Living Room. That guy is an inspiration. Just yes, a indeed. real, real, real lovely human being who just inspires me all the time, honestly. Um, yeah. And he's also a friend of the show. Yeah, we yes. can go back and watch his episode. Mm-hmm. He's
1: got some real rippers, too, I, if you love. You know, I've known
0: Joel, known Joel for, gosh, like 10 years. Who even knows how long since the beginning of all this? He's just a wonderful person. He's sh- shouted at me before on the on the, the future sounds. So uh, you know
2: the. Uh, is this uh, the most wholesome music? My pet flamingo. Do you uh, think? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: my pet flamingo. I, guess I sh- think yeah. so. Yeah, it is right. It's really good.
2: Yeah, I, 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 just 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 listening to this conversation and how you are, you're talking about like these wonderful people that you meet in the community. It's like, yeah, I don't know, I, I've always felt on the outside with with mm. the music scenes. Um, in the 2010s, I tried to get into the EDM stuff, like the whole skroix, dubstep mm. wave, whatever. Um, and I just, I felt like I was forcing myself into it because I, I was just really lonely. I wanted to be like yeah. part of an electronic scene for once. It's it it a little service that
0: world, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I just wasn't 100% into it. So I was like, okay, I guess I don't belong anywhere. And then the more I got into vaporwave, the more I realized, okay, I actually resonate with this, and a lot of the people here are really nice and lovely, and we're, we share the same vision. Yeah, and it was, it it was yeah. the first it time I felt like I belonged. Ridiculous. So I'm happy to be here in the in the vapor sphere. It's not it's not perfect, but we're trying.
1: You know, we're, every now and, and then we like it quite stupid- a bit.
2: There's some stupid discourse on Twitter like every now and then and that's like the worst it gets. You know, right. you could just, you can just right. log yeah. out and enjoy your Thanks vinyl or collection or whatever. I don't know. Right.
1: <laughs> well, if I can just ask you guys if we want to roll into some hot ones, um, no it. names, but um, if you want to think in your mind of an act in the scene that you feel like is overrated, oh, boy. why do you think don't no no names, but starting with Sona, he's shaking his head. <laughs> Why do you think the overrated act in your head is overrated?
3: Uh,
1: some some constructive criticism, right? Everybody could use it. The Isaac, who they, said don't, they
3: don't live the life they claim they live. If that makes sense.
0: Interesting. interesting. Okay. Wow, that was so cryptic and interesting. Love it. Love it
1: they didn't walk the walk no praxis they don't live the life they think they live wow stern scary all right
0: interesting (laughs) i love it all right chris Um, is scared of these takes i'm scared of these takes do do you have one Um, comment
1: this is a tough question that's a really good one isaac this is
0: a tough question because it's yeah well um there will always be
1: somebody that you're just like
2: i don't know I'm not about to put words in anybody's mouth. But I guess. If you um, have some constructive criticism. this one. Okay, so you know how, like, when you're browsing YouTube and you just see, like, a big vaporwave album taking off and it's just every, like, you see the artwork everywhere. It's like a bunch of people re upload it and some yeah. vapor memory and everywhere. Well, one of those I decided, I decided to check out and it was just, like, really, I don't know. It, it was, like, a more hard vapor, like, vapor trap type of album that's, like, a yeah. big classic. Like gotcha. it's been around for a few years now and just uh, it's uh, like the most bland, uninspired trying to make vaporwave uh, like modern. and uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't wanna I don't wanna hear modern beats in vaporwave. That's uh, just
1: now was it oh, hard oh, vapor wow. like the twenty sixteen DJ Alina Flash Kostovich hard, hard vapor? Or was it like like vapor trap like vapor? trap type
2: stuff. Okay. Wow. Alright. Hot take.
1: Yeah, um, that's a hot think.
2: thing. I'm that's, glad people enjoy it and it's like how We get them you know? I got to hunt for them, but I get them. I'm not telling people to stop doing that. Like, do whatever no. the hell you want. It's just, it doesn't really fit my vision of the genre and why I connect with it. All right. Very,
1: very interesting stuff. Isaac, you got any more questions? Well, so, of course. You know,
2: what? they'll never <laughs> end. Um, So, I'll if I may f- ask. Oh, I'm just, sorry. I'll finish you know that, that by saying making... we need a lo fi hip hop, like electro hip hop resurgence like you know old school hip-hop okay. like on boom boxes like people break dancing like from the 80s okay. yes. that kind of style needs to fucking come back and it needs to explode the vapor scene like blue like or or yeah, that needs got to come it, back. there was actually a
1: lot of lo-fi hip-hop in early vapor like obby live and yeah mm. um
2: yeah we could never have more of that evil I mean, needle that. I don't a lot know of that stuff
1: yeah, in like the Juicy Tunes and, and Keith's Collective Era, there was yeah, a lot just, of lo-fi hip hop overlap. Struggled. Yeah, With there it, really was like, now that I think like, about a, it.
2: Cause when I hear uh, like I a hyper modern like trash beat a, of that. A, like just superimposed yeah, it's sure onto fun. a genre, it just sounds like people really trying hard to be hip. Yeah. And right. I'm like it sound it sounds forced to me. It's like you guys are just trying to be cool and I don't think you're being genuine about it at all. You're just trying to be trendy by by putting a modern beat in something that is supposed to be about the past. If
1: if you do uh, go to like the top SoundCloud tracks that are tagged Vaporwave, they're usually pretty awful. It's usually yeah. somebody taking home resonance and throwing a trap beat over it.
3: Wait, wait Yeah, that this, can go has, die. I'm sorry. Has has SoundCloud become like a Vaporwave platform now?
1: I mean, I feel like there's plenty of good stuff still on SoundCloud. SoundCloud okay, Hot Take and Indie Advent is in chat and will agree with me. Wow. SoundCloud has slept on, man. I mean, I realize it's not quite up to where Bandcamp is at, but there is still some fun. Fi- you know what I like the most about SoundCloud, y'all? You can what see what your favorite artists like. That yeah. Like if you like, That's if you cool. say you like Perturbator, why don't you go find
2: out what Perturbator likes and listen to that? That's pretty mm-hmm. cool, don't you think? Or Windows ninety six. Yeah, you know what? Likes some I shit. had a, a big presence on SoundCloud <sighs> when it was like earlier, like when I was like in high school, like. Early 2010s, yeah. Um, I loved it. I adored it. But then I noticed I wasn't getting genuine reactions from actual listeners anymore. Because before, I used to get like genuine like comments and people like you know pinning at the time. I love that too. I love how you could like pin at certain points in the track, like like in the timestamp. You could timestamp comments. I love that. But then a couple years down the line, it's just all been bots. And it's like no one is actually like there's no actual human beings listening I know, or Sona can tell me about the stuff on the golden era
1: of SoundCloud,
2: and so that kind of just threw me off. And That's I just all haven't all really the hip
1: hop was, all the trap yeah. hip hop was on SoundCloud, yeah. oh, the SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, yeah bro, I was
3: I, I had I had some rap tracks on SoundCloud as a high schooler. No, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. that was the place I to be. I mean,
2: I of tried of to emulate Scrooges at one point, which is like the op- polar opposite of who I am now. So that's we all come from somewhere, right? I just um, there, bro. but I would, I actually would love to work with rappers at some point. But I just the, the what scares me is that like I feel like I would have to go through the sea of the SoundCloud, you know, Eminem wannabes or whatever, <laughs> you know. Oh man. I, I need to. want to do like J. Doa type beats, like yeah. old school. You know, that's that's the kind right, of. Right.
1: Yeah, I love that. You, you said resurgence. That's the that's the kind of sound that that glitch hoppy type sound. Yeah, and like nineties gangster raps is just
2: it just hits so good. And I'm like, why aren't these beats coming back?
1: Well, what? Oh, like so big good. L. Yeah, I was listening to Big
3: L recently. Like
2: Kid Frost and. Um, I like the Eze Memphis e. shit. Like Easy E, like, ice cube all of that all
1: the um all the like like lo-fi memphis shit from the 90s like tommy wright
2: the third type shit i would like to hear yeah. a lot of that it's, it's like, just like like um, it was did just you like to... young artists who are like you know are like slightly younger than us who are just in a basement with their friends and like a tape deck and a, they were sampling vinyl records like stuff from the 70s Bro. Part of that 90s Thank rap you. has like a 70s sound to it and I like I crave yeah, that, that because they were sampled that's
3: like when sampling you know is pretty much birth golden age for you're sampling right. you're right
1: like, I mean love it. let me not cut you off you're absolutely speaking truth right now Like, yeah. I,
3: but like if you think about that like that's crazy bro like music the history of modern music is really not that long you know what I mean no. Like mm-hmm. you go back to the 1920s that's a whole different kind of music that's 100 years ago like
2: right you know uh
3: the fact like i don't know i just think it shows that we can you know just do more like anything could become what changes you know a certain scene or a certain crazy it's It's crazy
2: of you the know, it's, quote, it's like, "Oh, everything's been done already. What's the point?" Yeah, right. That's I'm crazy. Yeah,
3: it's like everything's been it done. I'm so more. sick of that Twitter
1: take. Who fucking cares? So what do we do? Yeah. Give up on music? Oh, it's already yeah. all been done. Oops. Bro,
3: like Who I'll cares? like I'll sit here and I'll say it right now in front of everybody. Like I steal all the time, but like you don't straight up steal. You copy, copy, you copy transform Skelly it, yeah, up you run it through so, your own filter.
2: You know? Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. So when, yeah. that's kind of how so how it works is that you start making music and the first thing you do is try and try and copy something that your heroes do. But you're not quite at the same level as your heroes, so you end up doing something completely different. Yeah. And that's how I guess that's talent. how new genre and that's how new genres are born. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
2: that's exactly what we're doing right now because we were all like, oh yeah, we, we wanted days. that like Windows ninety six sound and, and then, then you did no, it we're and it like that it sounds
0: like you guys. And, <laughs> like, and try to steal twenty dollars
2: worth of music and we end up doing Vapor Prog
0: you end up doing paper proc. Exactly.
3: It. I mean,
2: it's true. It's, you end up actually making yeah, I
3: mean, your own limitations and your own weaknesses like form your own sound in the end because, like, you have to figure out your own way of circumnavigating like your weakness, you know, when it comes to yeah. production. So, like, then you being like, okay, I want to make it sound like this. I don't know how they do it. I'm going to make up my own way of, you know, trying I, to create that and that's your sound.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Fristing. also like just just hmm. like I think what I've noticed what what forms a definitive style is like repetition of what sounds you're using. So um I use the you could see it it's sort of in the background the Korg MS20 that's like my favorite synth ever. Oh, like, yeah, MS20. It has a really bad. like rough dark oh, yeah sound to it and the filters yeah. are crazy so just because I, I use that on every track it like yeah. creates a consistency La- with my La- sound and sona uses just... like similar um sound fonts and samples throughout like he uses the same like kick and snare sound like in every track and but like it's great though oh, because. It, no. No,
1: yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> That's how you. No,
2: that's not a diss. That is not a diss. That is me saying, like, that's great because it creates consistency. Damn. And so all that's, the tracks, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. glue that, like, okay, okay. that's, that's the, the Stone Edition Deluxe kick and snare. You
0: so, so, like, so what would you like to say to this?
2: It,
3: uh, nah, he's right. I mean, like, yeah, but uh, that's, I don't know. I've been self deprecating McGee lately with my production. So I've been trying to vary it up, but then I just
2: end up with well, a pile I mean, of. So it's fucking. If y'all but, have like, ever that, listened that's to like, gives you the consistency though that makes people recognize that like, oh, that's his thing, you know? Yeah. Like, like Windows ninety six, he uses the pan flute all the time. Oh, and, and I so, love like, it. That's and, and he uses that cat roar, you know, that that. <laughs> <laughs> that's in like all of his tracks. Well, like, have you so, guys like, ever listened to like,
1: like dark? Like I mentioned Perturbator earlier, it's always. Yeah, and just just so like the just whole fucking song, and nobody finished.
2: cares. Nobody cares.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it could be uh, a preset, it could be something
2: you come up with on your own, just as long as you like think about it thematically and use it in a consistent way that works, then you create that identity. So, yeah, 100%. I agree. Just, just be consistent with your sound choices. And like, especially on albums, like on albums now, I just use, before I used to be very varied, I'd use like tons of different instruments on like every track.
4: Mm-hmm. And at
2: first I thought that was super cool, but also, like, it makes the, the, the album sound too random, so sticking that, to the same sound works sometimes, I mean Yeah, sure, really if that's what it's going for but if you want, that, like, a very mono-themed yeah. album to, like, stick with the, you know same yeah. vibe throughout the whole thing It's a careful a dance, specific, you know
1: between, like, switching things up and and, and I mean, maintaining a brand, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act. Like if you, know? you never ever change, people will complain. I know. But exactly. If your sound so changes the trick, drastically, the trick alpha- is to
2: keep some stuff the same, like half of it, like familiar, and the other half brand new. Right. So you're keeping that familiarity that people recognize from you, but you're introducing some new colors into the palette to keep people there engaged
3: or make a, just make a make a alter ego if you want anytime.
2: Yeah, oh. a side project yeah toby
3: larobi for the win rest in peace toby, toby where
2: everyone needs to listen to toby larobi
3: rest in peace toby larobi
2: how do you spell larobi is it like larobe
3: so it's t-o-b-i-l-a-r-o-b-i
1: toby is that your Lerobe. side project yeah damn toby's <laughs> heard a wild heard it kid. On hot takes no, he does. Is Toby like the the cool kid that has the the inline skates? No, and his Toby mom Lerone lets him like playing. drink soda.
3: If you read the Bandcamp camp bio, it's you could you you'll you'll figure it out.
1: Damn, somebody up uh, Lux will probably have linked it in less than a minute. Lux is the link queen. Ooh.
2: Chris, yeah, did you want to get one Toby. more? Maybe...
1: Did did you want to get one more serious question in before I just go go absolutely nuts?
0: No, no. Everything's been so serious. Actually, this whole conversation about interesting um, art, the direction oh of it, the construction, of it. I've gotten pretty much. And they got all their backstories. So, all if you right. yeah, I want to so some, some, uh, some, yeah, I wanna start with Sona. Go
1: I'm going to start with Sona. Who is your favorite artist or act of all time? <coughs> That's a hard one. So, comment. Be thinking about your answer. <laughs> so we're going to do Sona first, but. Uh me oh
2: great all right
3: <laughs> no ah oh, dude fuck, that's
2: hard I, I know what your answer is you're you're just not thinking of it it starts with an r ringo death star what the ramones it, no it's a band that you show me all the time Refuse. what radiohead radiohead that.
3: is not my favorite band
2: it's of all. not
3: no well it should uh, be well, I mean, rush yeah totally acceptable answer no
1: nah, i honestly
3: maybe fuck it van halen bro all the van way.
1: halen fuck yeah. yeah all right now here's the A real question bit. what is van halen's most overrated song
3: most Here overrated song
1: yeah oh
3: running with the devil
1: okay interesting pick one of the big anthems why yeah. do you find it overrated? It is not it's, Jump Strip Silence.
3: I mean, like, admittedly, it's the first song off their first album ever, so it's like, yeah, you got to give it some respect. But it's yeah. like, come on. You're way, you can do way more than that. Like, the bass note, bar, 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 the That's entire
2: fair. time. Come on.
0: Wow. Interesting. All right. Uh, comment.
1: Comment. Your answer? Favorite okay, actor, artist so of
2: all time trying to think of one i haven't mentioned yet um i guess boards of canada
1: oh yes. wow. big influence <sighs> big. proto right. vaporwave yeah most for sure. i thoroughly
2: yep. agree with that statement because thoroughly. um they're, they're recording techniques with like tapes and mangling old equipment like that's i follow man. that religiously like that's my production you mentioned process. hauntology before the episode started Yes, Hauntology and Vaporwave are like one and the same. They're mm-hmm. like Vaporwave, so it's about nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, nostalgia is very personal. Um, it's bittersweet, you mm-hmm. know? It's not just like warm, fuzzy memories of your past. There's right. like this this like sad awareness that like that's gone and kind mm-hmm. like metaphorically dead now mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. never have it that way ever again. You can never have those good old days, you know? The same way and so it's kind of like a ghost that haunts you and it's kind of creepy and a lot of boards of canada music evokes that like like you hear a happy little melody playing that sounds childlike and wondrous yeah literally but in many it of their gets songs. damaged and destroyed by like their use of like old tapes and vintage gear it like yeah. wears it down so you're hearing a happy little tune but it sounds broken and sad and like messed up and like it's dying and it's like ooh, it just makes me feel really uncomfortable, but in a in a in a fun like you way. Found it in <laughs> an attic is, somewhere. I think music should be challenging and like very emotionally conflicting. And when I first started listening to them, my friend recommended me to listen to their music, and I didn't like it at first because it made me feel really creeped out and uncomfortable. But I couldn't you deny that like the Gio composing first, is so good you? and the production is so good and the melodies are so catchy that I eventually like decided to sit myself down and just like deal with that weird feeling and i ended up falling in love with them essentially so right. yeah. i love it now you have to tell me their most overrated track everything you do is a balloon oh yeah it's everywhere it's just it's everywhere i, I would and have I said Dave i think and Cowboy. it's a fine track it's oh, decent geez. but it's really repetitive and it's not that interesting and we can listen to more any of anything off of Geo Gaddy is like a
3: million times
2: better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Where the friendly stranger, yeah. bro.
3: That yo, low key. Salad fingers kind of got me into the music too because I remember right. as a
0: kid. Yeah, that was the background song. Yeah, that's that, 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 so creepy. Like that you are not the
2: only person who said that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and like,
2: yeah. I don't even know how to describe that melody in terms of emotion. Like, it's It's it's, just—it's—it's—it's exactly uh, what you describe. It's—it's lighthearted, but um, it's—it's—it's longing. It's but it's long. so it's so lo-fi that it sounds like broken and like fragile and sad. It's soaked Jeez. through
1: and damaged. and like the
2: title too. It's like Beware the Friendly Stranger. So you're thinking about like a poor child being like preyed upon by some creep. It's like it oh it, ma- it like puts a horror movie in your head. Oh, it's so, nice. It reminds me of that old. I've mentioned this on the show before.
1: There's an old PSA that I've shown Lux where it's like. From the sixties, and it's like, beware! Like I'm the spirit of dark and deadly water, or whatever. Oh my oh, god! It's like fucking
2: terrifying. That that uh, goes into like analog horror. Yeah, like oh, yeah, the yeah. old CRTs oh, yeah. and the VHS stuff. It, there's something inherently creepy about like old technology breaking down. I don't. I can't like understand exactly what it is about yeah. it but it speaks to me very deeply me too and Me too. and it's like it challenges me in like an interesting way and stimulates like my mind i don't know so <laughs> hell yeah. yeah i might do i might do an analog horror <laughs> side project with Robert. i don't know who knows because to me all of that connects with vaporwave because it's about it's all Kinda. about nostalgia very how much nostalgia though. can be warm and fuzzy and happy but also, kind of, it has this like creepy undertone. It can be unsettling like for a, sure. Like a
0: ghost, it's a ghost of the past.
2: Yeah. So there's definitely room to explore that. Right now, you know, we, me and Sona have been on like this wondrous fantasy kick. Like yeah. Like old school RPG, like fantasy RPGs and stuff, which is really, really upbeat and nice. And that's how I kind of want to keep Comet. But every now and then, I like want to trail off into the dark side and make something kind of spooky. Who knows if their inspiration is there absolutely yeah i mentioned that like that ps1 idea where i just like (laughs) record like liminal spaces and ps1 games i find and like score music to it (laughs) because i've done soundtrack work before for um, my friends that's a project i'm very excited about seeing yeah like okay so just a little side thing um my friends have a youtube channel called nick jade productions it's J E Y D, and they do a bunch of funny like short films there and i've scored pretty much most of the videos you if you hear like synthesizers and stuff in the background it's me <laughs> very so, cool mcjade Productions. but you want to hear more of my stuff in, in terms of like film composing it's under mcjade productions Shoot, on lux
1: just linked it thank you lux
2: dope this thank you so
1: one. much all right, mm-hmm. fellas, next round. Sona, starting with you. What are your top three acts that you wish you could see live? Dead or alive? Any top three?
3: I would love to see Alice in Chains live. Wow. Interesting. Uh,
0: bro, Alice in Chains goes so
3: fucking hard. Uh, I love Alice in Chains. Kind of... uh like a tie with them low-key around the same time as uh, Stone Temple Pilots then, too. I'd love to see them. Wow, yeah.
0: interesting. Some real Tricks. early 90s shit. Wow, yeah. that's so interesting that that's like this is like the thing that you would be really interested in seeing.
3: Like, that's what I grew up on, you know, because I was born in 98, so like... Oh, my
0: yeah.
3: Dad, my dad was listening to all that shit like, when course, I was... Of course,
0: of um, course.
3: Um. Also, I'd love to see... I'd say Tame Impala, but I saw him live in March, and it was so dope. Like, one Oh, man. Easily the best show I ever saw. Um, wow. Hmm.
0: Van Halen,
3: obviously. But, like, oh, let's yeah. say Van
0: Halen at their prime. Like, you can Oh, see little, yeah. You can go back in time and see them in, like, 1979 or 1982.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about Connecticut, where I'm from, but we had, like, Used to have this huge coliseum. It was called the New Haven Coliseum, and like it was a huge venue. And like all the you know huge rock bands would play there all the time. And um, like my dad went to go see all that shit. Uh, Damn, you know, nineteen eighty four world tour.
2: Wild, that's unreal. Real nice. Comment. You got three for me yeah anymore. okay so um very specifically Juno Reactor from yeah. their 2001 tour for their Shango album they did a live show in Not Tokyo right. there's a whole thing on it on YouTube um, yeah specifically from 2001 in Tokyo Juno Reactor they had um they had like in this acrobatic uh South African percussion group with them called Amampondo and so it's these guys that are in full, like, traditional tribal um, dress with, like, the face paint and stuff, and they're, like, banging on all sorts of drums, they're doing, like, somersaults and jumping, like, all sorts of crazy dance moves, and they're chanting into the microphones with, like, these crazy trance beats, just pounding in the background with like, these crazy synth arpeggios, and just, oh my god, the footage of that is so cool. Um... They're live acts now it's just kind of a dj set which is kind of disappointing mm. um so i wouldn't want to see them live now i would wish yeah. to have seen them back in the early 2000s for the shango tour um, another band i wish i could have seen in the early 80s was suzy and the banshees oh yeah styled Absolutely. after suzy sue right now she's my favorite singer um really intense vocals really intense stage presence um at the time, they had a really awesome guitarist, John McGeoch. Yes, yes. did really cool, like, arpeggiated, like, finger picking. It wasn't like strumming guitar, it was very intricate. Right, so, yeah, Susie and the Banshees from the early 80s, Juno Reactor, and. Ooh, the third one. I'm kind of drawing. John Carpenter. I would love uh, ooh. to see John Carpenter. Wait, wait, wait. Great choice.
0: Sure. i going to move the mic a little bit, getting very crackly. What? Yeah, is oh, that you sorry. or is that we, we, we oh, Once you're over there, it's not as crackly. All right. So and is it Carpenter, better now? You're yeah, right? when well, you're facing that direction, for some reason it goes away. Yeah, I don't yeah.
1: know what's causing it. Yeah, but... It's it's the weird no, no, It's careless
2: no. wireless <coughs> bullshit. No, I'm no, it's, it's
0: only when you turn to the right, apparently. That oh my god, out. okay, that's so, so Stay weird. here and you're good. All right. So, John so yeah, Carpenter. John
2: Carpenter would be my last because he has so many iconic themes like mm-hmm. the fog, and when he plays Halloween live, everyone mm-hmm. goes batshit yeah. And it's the best, <laughs> dude. Lux and I
1: watched Assault on Precinct Thirteen for the first time a couple of weeks oh my ago, God. and every once in a while, just have to just like I don't know where, just go. know. He's really
2: repetitive with his themes, but that like he's great at writing into your head. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the thing
1: from the thing was just.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, fun story about the thing is that he hired that that classic spaghetti western composer. Oh, he did. He did music for uh, Quentin oh, Tarantino um, too. Yeah, oh, no, um, I'm he's forgetting really his name. I'll, I'll, I'll tell
0: you in a second. I, I know who you're talking exactly. Roshi yeah, Odi. something Odi. Something. Uh, hold on.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, while you're figuring that out, he had he hired that iconic composer to do the music for the thing. Inyoki
0: Morricone, that's it, right?
2: Inyoki, yeah, one Mar- more time. Enyo Morricone.
0: Now I remember, Inyoki Morricone, once you said that. Morricone, yeah. Maricone, so we Enyoki, hired Morricone to do the, Maricone, uh, to do the Enyoki. music.
2: Enyoki. What the fuck is this? Uh, Ryuichi <laughs> Sakamoto. <Enyo. Moricone. laughs> it was a Japanese. Ennio uh, Morricone. Morricone, yeah. yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so John hired him to do the, the, the music, and it was this very big, bombastic sort of orchestral stuff. And John right. ended up not really digging that. So he cut all of that out except for the bass tone. And like doom. literally got rid of everything except for the bass. So that's why you're left with this iconic doom, doom. Yep. Doom, doom. And it works Which is also so in well. Halloween. Like if you listen to the chase scenes in Halloween, it's done. Done on. Like very simple, <laughs> but like repetitive. And that's what makes it like iconic. I mean, it worked in Jaws. Yeah, it's just two notes. It's two mm-hmm. fucking notes, you know. And now, and now the whole world knows what that is. So well that's that's why I'm so into like composing stuff from scratch. I want to find like a melody that just resonates with everybody, and like can I don't know be as has have the same kind of longevity as like a nursery rhyme that's been passed down for hundreds of years. That's that's like my ambition. <laughs> right yeah
1: all right do, starting with Sona, do you have a like go-to type of music for when you're sad, happy, angry, etc or do you just listen to whatever whenever?
3: um I mean usually it's whatever whenever but like sad I definitely listen to more sad stuff just by default. I don't know gotta stop doing that. I, I kind of fuck with sad music too.
2: It's cathartic, I think. I think yeah, it helps.
3: It's cathartic, but it's like, bro, what am I doing? I'm just making myself more sad.
1: Like, come on. So mm. when you are already sad, do you seek out more sad music?
3: I guess. It's like, yeah, you'll catch me listening to more cold
1: play, I guess. Cold well, I was gonna mm. ask Coldplay, you like what your go-to sad music is. Like, yeah, definitely parachutes, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. what about you um, comment do you have any go-to like happy music or angry music or sad oh music?
2: well i guess since we're on the sad subject i don't know something about phoenix the like the, the, the main singer of phoenix for their album bankrupt okay just and peter bjorn and john um they have that album that young folks is on of course it was that like iconic whistle like yes I
0: don't care about the old folks talking about that. Yeah, them. the album. You're talking about the Indie
2: Tronic band, and right? And yeah, like, okay, for when it comes to like sad vibes, I lean towards like those indie hipster like rock bands from like oh. the late 2000s and early 2000s. Oh, interesting. Because that, like, 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 that, that was like, like my teen, social like, scene, That, that was like my teen years, and like I would listen to that stuff like when I, whenever I get my heart broken. Oh. So I just I go back to that to like, or whatever, or like the national or something. <laughs> or like, actually, Susie and the, the Banshees national. gets me through oh, a lot yeah. of rough times too. Gotcha. Their album Juju is my favorite. Mm. Very dark, macabre stuff. I don't know, dark like fucked up shit, like horror movies or like creepy music. It mm. helps get me through rough right. stuff, I guess, because it gives me something to be distracted by. It's like, oh right. wow, that's terrifying and so much worse than my life. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> I could sort of run away with the fantasy of something horrific um, <clears throat> instead of living it I don't know if that makes sense but happy stuff uh, I guess I go back to my childhood game soundtracks Nice. Like, as I said Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness John Holland composed that very beautiful catchy melodies throughout that game soundtrack very good lots of pan flutes
1: I will never tire Which- a pan flute or marimba ever
2: marimba I, I
1: need to do more marimba and vibraphone grabs mm. me every time it's what, a vibe um, if if i can and i'm i'm sorry I, I always start with sona because he's just like on the left for me no that's fine right. uh, i feel
2: like i'm talking too much i'm sorry no you're no that's this, this is
1: banger of an episode um okay, starting absolutely. with sona like what what grabs you when you're listening to a song you've never heard before like Say you listen to a track Skelly puts you on Say you're listening to R Plus 7 for the first time How are you gonna like know If something has grabbed you or not
3: Um I don't know Like when you just like when it puts you
1: When it takes you places I don't know That's a great fucking answer
2: Atmosphere
3: Yeah, Atmosphere just you know when it's like you know, this is I guess when it's like, okay, this could fill the soundtrack to my
1: life.
2: Mm. In a nice. weird yeah. that that's a good way of putting it. I like that answer a lot. What about you, comment? Um, for me it's it's all about melody. So mm. sometimes it hits me after me too. I've listened to the music. Yeah. So I, let's say I put on a record and I'm like, okay, that was nice. And then like a couple of days later, I find myself like humming like, some of the tunes from it to myself, and I'm like, oh, no, I can't get this out of my head. Oh, do I love this? I think I love this. So that's when it hits. It's a it's a bit of a delayed effect, and then it, like, grows on me over time, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's usually, like, I know it sounds kind of, like, typical but a catchy melody just make make it no that grabs
1: me that's why i love 80s music man just yeah it's like strong melody all about the melody
2: and just how these simple little notes can just live forever in your mind (laughs) great yeah it's 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 interesting the psychological like subliminal i don't know subconscious effects that it could have on you and how it like right Throughout, throughout your day, you just catch yourself, like, whistling along to it, and you're all like, what? Where did that come from? Oh, yeah, I listened to that thing the other uh-huh. day. Uh-huh, got to hear it again. Yeah, it makes you want to keep replaying it, you know? Replay value.
1: I want to ask you all, as uh, as people that are familiar with and, and very knowledgeable about the visual aspect, um, what are some examples of, starting with Sona again, what are some examples of your favorite album artwork?
3: Favorite, oh, you know who has really fucking hard artwork? Asia. Oh
4: yeah, they Asia. Do. Mm. Yeah, they like, just
3: every time.
1: Love it. Asia. Uh... Honestly, like proggy stuff in the '80s is always hard as shit.
3: Yeah, like it'll be like just, a
1: spaceship and like
3: yeah, just that airbrushed fucking you know that like you know,
1: hazy brush tone like, to it and the spaceship is actually an electric guitar you know some yeah, shit like that.
3: Boston, obviously then um, uh, Gav Windows he has like he, he's, he said it he spends a lot of time on the artwork for his stuff and like I always love his artwork especially his last one Empty Hiding World like that's one of my favorite covers I've ever seen so good Yeah. So, um, that I always thought Kanye had really good covers, you know. But as I've grown older, I don't know. Like the graduation and the bear stuff was like you know kind of overhyped. But after that, I thought he had really good album covers. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right.
2: Nice. Very cool. Comment. Favorite okay, so I guess my favorite band that um, that inspired me initially, Juno Reactor, have a lot of dope album covers. Uh, some of their early stuff, it was like weird collage stuff. Like their album, Beyond the Infinite, from 1995, it's like this weird image of like a samurai, but like there's a bunch of weird cutout like facial parts that like go on. It's like all Picasso'd hmm. and... Hmm. It's like it was all done by hand. It was like before Photoshop. The, uh, one of the albums I do own by them, "The Golden Sun of the Great East," Ooh. is a really cool record because it's like a it's like a traditional painting, but Ooh. there's like digital painting put on top of it to add like yeah. the gas mask, wild and looking the app, the weird breathing apparatus. Yeah, it's really it's it's cool. That's so I like with... it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, that's it's like a weird looking. sacrificial, like taking it to the. The lamb to the, I don't know, the the altar or now something. I've, I'm
1: kind of a Philistine. I've never heard Juno reactor. Is it like industrial music?
2: Kind of. It's like, yeah. it's
1: like.
2: That cover gives like,
1: off some like serious industrial music
2: vibes. Yeah. It's like, uh, imagine like late 80s, like dance stuff and like okay. early 90s trance. Okay. Um, but like, but mm. like you're hearing, you're hearing like Latin singing on top of it or like tribal drums uh very interesting like like uh, tibetan chanting and it's like all sorts of cultural stuff um there's a cool story one of the tracks on this album has this wonderful like punjabi like indian vocal singer on it and the, the the main producer of the band said that he was just in a taxi in mumbai india and he was riding with another passenger who happened to be a folk singer and he loved his voice, and so he whipped out his phone and just recorded this, like, folk singer in India just singing in a taxi. And he it landed on the album. So, oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I love I that. just, I love that approach. Just all sorts of influences from around the world coming together. Right. He calls it car crash music, which is pretty funny. Now, that's really interesting. Like, I need. I, yeah. guess I need it. I hard recommend. About it's, it's where I get my. It's where I get the comet name from. It's one of their tracks.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Well, it's got to be good. Yeah. Um. We actually have a, a, a chat question. Uh, Strip Silence wants to know, and we'll again start with Sona. What is most important in this order? So, so rank these in the order of importance. Right. Music, track names, album art.
3: Mm. music obviously is number one that's that's paramount
1: yeah it's pretty easy right and
3: then album art track names
1: same Thomas got a big smile obviously same. i low-key don't even remember some of the track names sometimes y'all especially if okay. it's like a telepath as much like, as i, I as much as i called. talk
2: about our boy windows 96 i forget a lot of the track titles on 100 mornings like i get them all mixed up i love 100 mornings so much i know it's cliche to say that but that was my it's a fucking iconic album
3: that's twilight 101 that's
2: yeah we haven't even talked about twilight much sona but that's kind of like what we're a part of i guess what do you mean because because gav from w96 he calls his music twilight since. And really? when See, we started sending him our stuff, he was all like, this is some dope Twilight. And we're all like, mm. okay, so I guess this is that's like really what cool. our sub really vaporwave interesting. Wave is.
0: Oh, sometimes wow. Skyline wow. calls it
2: midi wave, but yeah, I think right. Twilight sounds
0: better. It sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah. I well,
1: there Twilight. is something kind of Vespertine about uh, Windows 96's music sometimes. Some of his albums, I mean, you know, he's all over the place. Some of his albums are kind of like almost dancey, like the one with uh, the-, the button up on the cover.
2: Oh yeah, and that's his early stuff. Yeah, that's like yeah. the Tommy Versetti Vice City. Right, shirt. right.
1: And then he's got like, you know, his his side project, which I think is just Gavri- White Gabrielle, and it's like dark sense. Yeah. Oh,
2: there's White Gabrielle, there's Gavriel. There's there's yeah, or there's Lux, so Lux is a really big fan of that. Um Yeah, I love Gudang. That inspired a lot of Sound my album. I need Soundbath. to
1: because I love uh, video game OSTs as well. So I yeah. really need to hear Plume
2: Valley. I have Plume heard Valley, it yet. I have that on vinyl. It's the I fall asleep to that out record. It just puts me in this wonderful. It reminds me of my trip to Japan actually. Oh damn, it's you went like, to Japan? That's sick. I get this Yeah, yeah. In the summer of 2018, I did like volunteer work on farms. I actually made an album that kind of segues into my like shout out. I made an album. There's no more copies of this. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. But um this is a polaroid I took of, like, a shiitake mushroom farm. Wow. There's no, there's no, it was summer, so they, they weren't in season, but you can see all these trees. These are these guardian doggos. Oh, wow. Like, there's mm. statues that, like, protect shrines from evil spirits. And I made it into, like, a gatefold. So these are all the Polaroids. Oh, that's so nifty. I took wow. in Japan. You pressed that? Yeah, yeah. I, get, I oh, got yeah, it done so. through a, a, a short run service called One Cut Vinyl. They're from the UK. It's, it's, the, oh, they do the like cheapest. one pressing
1: for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so cool. For...
2: You, you could get like up to six copies. Yeah. So I got a few of these done for my friends, and that's kind of it. I, if I had the funds, I would do a full like 200, 300 mm-hmm. run um, because I'm really proud of this one. I got it on this beautiful green
1: Ooh, and the sticker. God damn,
2: bro. The sticker is this like lovely uh, landscape shot I Shit, got of get a some rice of my field. Case
1: that's pressed to vinyl. Let's go.
2: And mm-hmm. here's a nice koi pond from a park oh, I man, went to. You took Why? all those
1: photos yourself. Fucking yeah. ours in as fuck.
2: Yeah. I well, okay. So what I love about especially like vinyl or like tapes is that it gives you an excuse to make a fuck ton of more art for it. Yeah. So it's not just the front cover. You have to design a back cover. You have to design the gatefold. You got to do the stickers for you know. <laughs> The label, it's cool. So I hope someday to uh, get more copies of that made for people because there there are some, some, some of my followers on Bandcamp are kind of pissed. They're all like- Yeah, I
1: hope you saved all those like files and shit so that people- Oh can, yeah,
2: no, 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 I definitely do. So th- this album was, it's called Countryside Days, by the way. It was inspired by my trip. And it has a lot of samples, like field recordings that I got while I was in the forests. In Japan, and just it's a very Plume Valley kind of sound. Sa- it's like my version of Plume Valley, pretty much. So it's oh, very man. like low key, like chill. The first side, like the A side, is very like poppy, like happy, upbeat, ch- like catchy melodies. And Catching then the B attention. side is like experimental ambient. So I tried to do like two albums in one. You should talk about your records, Ona. You should show off your uh, tape of Mantis Fantasy. The people demand it.
3: Here it is. Um, I, I
1: don't
2: know where the actual tape is for it. I don't know. Fuck. It has a beauty strip. Hold
1: on. Yeah. Uh, so for, for those that are tuning in on podcasting services, the boys have been showing off their their albums yeah, Sona is showing uh, off his tape of Mantis Fantasy. Yeah, he
2: the the sticker has a nice Bryce render on there. Yeah, that is out, really cool.
1: Again, yeah, I did these
3: Bryce renders in there. Um, shout out Midwest Collective.
2: Hell yeah! Ooh, I was, yeah so,
1: Midwest. I love Midwest uh, Collective.
2: Yeah, I have two tapes on them so far, but I'll right. let you finish showing off your J card. Oh my God! Oh, beautiful. There's, love
1: that. there's a lot of like chill synth stuff coming out on that that label, like a lot of like hotel pools esque home residence yeah. type stuff. Do y'all, hotel do y'all pools ever, is great. Yeah, oh, do y'all yeah. ever like
2: um like collab
1: with anybody? Kind of from we Midwest want I, I want
2: to really bad. Um yeah. uh,
1: Nano Novo.
2: Nano um, Novo, there he makes go. an appearance right. on Caiatan um, Wait,
3: <laughs> oh I got yeah. God. Sona
2: Sona has a track with the. How many tracks with Pastel Beach? Uh,
1: yeah, I, w- I just was on Pastel Beach. It, seems really cool. I'd like to get more into their work. Hard recommend. Yeah,
3: here he is. I don't have the Obi strip for it, but it's the fucking the Obi strip for this. Oh, I do. Fire. Nice. Uh, this yeah. really
2: really cool.
1: Yo, his look. Lit-
2: oh my god, it's such an awesome. Oh, that's it's a really, really an cool awesome tape.
1: What's that called? Uh, you seeing this, I'm- Chris?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the... It's, beautiful. Oh, wow. it's one of the be- most
2: beautiful tape designs yeah. I've ever seen in my that's, life. That's really cool. That's I am insane. not exaggerating. I want what more people this? to do this.
3: The pastel Beach, bro. He's, he's a, he might oh, be whoa.
1: naturally talented kid I've ever... Oh
2: my god, played. yes. Wow. You know what? We should recommend... <laughs>
1: Yeah. So we're gonna Very get good. into wow. that
2: actually in a minute. Um we're actually
1: almost done with our with our broadcast, guys. But I wanted okay. before we got into that section, I wanted to see if Chris, if you had any like final questions you wanted to ask the boys.
0: Uh I wanna know who they recommend. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who they who they recommend we check out.
3: All right. Yeah, yeah we, drop some recs, guys. we just said Nano Novo. Nano them-
2: Novo is really good. David. Um Alts. Yeah, Alt, Alt is good.
3: I out Alt too. He just had a tape. Alt F
2: with- four wave or different Alt. Yeah,
3: yeah. All right. Alt, uh, yeah, that's him. Nice. Um,
2: yeah, he had a he had a short little EP come out called Fairlight. Really, really, really cool. good
3: stuff. Really good. Um,
1: who else? Gav. Gav. Us. Yeah, White Gabrielle. <laughs> nice. Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> okay, so all of these albums are still on my Bandcamp, and they're. Very far from selling out, so there's plentiful, there's a bountiful quantity. So, sick. Sunrays is my last EP. It's really, really great. I love this. I kind of want to show off the, the J
1: card really quick. Yeah. Do it, do it. Um, we'll, so I, I guess... scanned
2: this like marble, and yeah, that's like actual marble that I put in my scanner, and I tinted it blue. I took that sun mask from the poster of the Wicker Man, and <laughs> this is a per- this is a Persian god called Mithra. So the whole thing about this this EP is it's about sun worship from, like, different cultures around the world, like, different times. There's, like, a poem on the back that's quoting uh, the Hymn to the Ten, which is the first, like, poem about, like, monotheism in in, uh, ancient Egypt. Because ancient Egypt was primarily, like, polytheistic, where they believed in multiple gods. But this one pharaoh came around and wrote this super, like... Gushy poem about the sun, and he's all like, That's the one true god. And so, I thought that was fascinating. I made a track about that. That's kind of what this album is about. So, yeah, Sunrays that's my proudest, too cool, uh, release so far. I'll say, I'm trying to go fast. (laughs) No,
1: there's no, we got 10 more minutes. Okay, cool. So, like, we'll just let you have the floor first. Anything you want to shout out? Um, if you're on Twitch. It'd be super cool if you could drop links to your Bandcamp or some of your albums. If you're not currently on Twitch, I know
2: somebody awesome like Lux probably will. Yeah, just like, okay, I guess the the link to my Sunrays EP, which is like the last thing I did. So even if you go to comet.bandcamp.com. Comet.bandcamp.com, um, pretty easy. It's on the screen. Yeah, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see the this is, a, I believe it's Theta Barra. An old okay. silent film star. I just took a photo of her face and kaleidoscoped it to make it into like a sun, Damn, but like a biblically accurate art. angel with multiple eyes. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so th- that is like my proudest little EP I've done I lately. can see
1: why. Um, yeah. Do you want to promote anything else that you have coming up uh, or um, shout out or name drop anybody else? Now we know where to find your work, and, and I recommend y'all run up those buys. Yeah, okay, merch, so I guess um
2: I have some stuff that is already available via streaming on like my Spotify and like YouTube like topic channel and stuff, but I don't have it on Bandcamp yet. So I'm reserving a few releases for the upcoming Bandcamp Fridays. So Very cool. there's like a workout like a short little workout like vibe EP, like um like a cheesy 80s workout tape. Like imagine the gotcha. music you would hear on that. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna drop that on Bandcamp, I think, on December 2nd that's uh, the next Sick. bandcamp Friday I believe because Very here's cool. a here's a scary thing with when you sell a lot of merch on yep. bandcamp is that um, you get more money and you sort of build up a debt so when you make a digital Ooh. sale they take money from that debt and it's kind of like, I like have a heard. fan will a fan will pay like 10 bucks for an album and all of those all of the, that ten dollars won't even go to you it will go back to bandcamp to like fulfill that debt. So that makes yeah. me very uncomfortable, you know, knowing that a fan is like giving me their hard-earned cash. They're thinking they're supporting me, but then it goes to this mega corporation. Because that's why I, I always just
1: PayPal.
2: Yeah, like I, I really wish that they could hot take use PayPal other... your friends.
1: Just drop a DM. Hey, what's your PayPal, bro?
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> actually actually Especially someone did that recently because like I posted about that, and someone actually was like, "What is it?" And they they sent it to me and i was right. like thank you <laughs> right so yeah bandcamp Sick. is kind of fucking weird when it comes to that but uh yeah i i tend i'm going to try and stick to just releasing physical stuff or digital stuff on bandcamp friday specifically so okay, i can eat it would be it would be fun to be able to eat <laughs>
1: got to eat boy <laughs> anything I am else broke. you want to add before we uh before we do sona
2: um, not much. Uh, I already shouted out who I want to shout out. Um, I talked about what's coming up. Um, But like as for like the next big album, hopefully by this summer. The desert level thing I mentioned, I want to get it out by this summer, but I want it to come with vinyl too. And that's kind of a thing is that vinyl is kind of fucked right now because True. pop artists... Have been overdoing it, like Adele with her three hundred thousand oh pressings. Right, like yeah, really it up the manufacturing before. plants, and now smaller artists can't get, you know, copies made at a reasonable time. It took our album that we made together, yeah, creation. It took like a year for it to drop. We were done wow. with that album for a year. Really, I didn't. Know and, really. But like because our record label was trying to get it through to the manufacturing plants to get yeah. copies made. I don't know, it's just the supplies were short and it just sucked. So we had like a, a one-year turnaround. And uh, so I want my next album to come out with all the physicals, but I might have to release it digitally first just so that the people can have it and hear it yeah. and and wait for a yeah. I uh, mean, repress A little later.
1: repress every once in a while never hurt anybody, bro.
2: Yeah, I just... It, it's best to come out, you know, swinging with yeah, everything, but... At this point, I care more about people just hearing it in any way possible. So, I'm gonna really try and like um, crunch and get a, a, the the next full LP out by the summer, hopefully, because you know it's desert vibes. Yeah. Let's do it. That's all for me. Nice.
1: Keep your eye or keep your ears and eyes peeled for comment. Sona. What do you want to shout out? What do you want to promote? What's going? What's coming up?
3: Uh. <clears throat> Got an album coming out on December eighth. My third album, um, gonna be fire. Hopefully,
1: December eighth. That's in a couple weeks. Yep. I All heard right.
2: some of it. It's it's really promising. <laughs> um,
3: that's pretty much it. I'm. You chill. dropped
1: your link to your Bandcamp. Is that where we're gonna find your album? Oh yeah, everything. us Be, be Careful's be... birthday. No shit. Happy early yeah. birthday, Be Careful.
2: <inaudible> oh, birthday,おめでとうございます. <inaudible> <get. inaudible>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um you playing any live shows anytime soon? You got any live stream events you're participating in?
3: Uh I got a live show, I think
1: Thanksgiving
3: night actually at this oh uh, Yeah. So
1: You're gonna play
2: a show. So we on didn't Thanksgiving talk about night. that show you did when I came over.
3: Oh shit, yeah. But quick
2: cool. recap. So,
3: yeah, so we had to do a show for uh with Be Careful
1: actually. Uh um, Fuck yeah, be careful. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: a hero for the circuit zero tour um, y'all
1: were involved with that too that's right yeah
3: um the rhode island the first stop and i was doing was sev
1: first... yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, fuck yeah okay it's all coming full I, circle
3: i was doing um the first set so and, like i guess we we had to be there by like six for sound check because we had to go on at eight and we were driving my old car the shitty ass like, um, although not shitty, but you know, not not up to the task. And um... The belt like got eight. Yeah, the serpentine belt ate itself. We had a CRT television in it.
2: You should have. Yeah. Okay, a truck. so I made visuals on on a on a VHS tape to, to like play with like as as he was playing his music, and yeah. so I had all these visuals ready. He had a CRT TV. We loaded it into the back. Um. Then the car breaks down and no we way. have his sister. He, we have his sister come pick us up. And he's all Unreal. like, leave the TV, man. And I'm all like, hell no. I'm like carrying mm-hmm. this big ass heavy CRT tube TV. <laughs> and we, there's, there's oh, no Oh, I know how room. heavy those are. In, in his sister's van, there's no room. Because like everyone else is, in, is like packed in the van. So we have to, we're like sitting in the trunk, laying down. I have like this big clunky TV like in my ribs. Oh, and I'm like God. holding onto my tape with the visuals on it. And oh he's all like, "Watch out! The cops in Rhode Island are really pissy." So like, we I get I got like a blanket and covered myself up, and I was That's like, oh, "I adorable. hope they don't fucking pull us over." And so, did you fly out there up, for that? We make it, we make it to the venue. We set up the CRT. I put the tape in. People just... We're all like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And like the music's going, and it was it was awesome having that all like. It, it was a lot of like trial and error and tribu- tribulation or whatever it's called. The show just must yeah, just a lot of bullshit we had to go through to make it work, and then it worked, and it was so satisfying and so worth it.
1: And you got a show oh. coming up on Thanksgiving, huh?
3: I guess so. I keep Unreal. forgetting.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've been booking shows, bro. Yeah, awesome. I, keep it up.
3: I, did, I did another one with Seb, actually. Uh, I love that yeah. guy.
2: We're the yeah, short Seb. kings. I think I met him at Econ. He was super chill super hey, wholesome
3: well, you met him at the show too right oh yeah that's true that's, that's <laughs> where
2: i recognized him when i when i saw him at econ i was like hey it's that guy
3: oh hey uh, also shout out my sister my sister's the shit she just texted me so shout Sam. yeah <laughs> nice. you heard it on hot takes Damn. she, she, she
2: picked on. us up and got us to the show yeah, so she
1: got us there she got us there she's the yeah. homie Guys, Based thank you so for much him. for joining us tonight. Yeah, um, thank you. It was a We great are so conference. happy you, guys, that you guys got to be here. I oh, very much enjoyed talk. getting Loved to know both of and... you, and I yeah. really want to yeah. hang out with y'all both now. Don't forget to patronize SonaVision Deluxe and comedy with their lovely buy new the album. album, buy the vinyl, and buy all their, their albums they've released, and and prior releases. Um, give mm-hmm. back to the community. I, you for won't sure. regret it. It's Twilight music. You won't regret it. Chris, do you have anything you want to mention? You poor guy. You look so sleepy.
0: Oh, it's always around this time. I got uh, a uh, 12 twelve two is a, um, a Patch Notes remix. I'm released, uh, is being released uh, for the song Breathe. So check it out. Keep an eye out for that.
1: Shout out, Patch Notes. Any upcoming live shows, live stream events? It's kind uh, of a yeah. quiet season, isn't it?
0: In December, the Patch Notes is going to be releasing the full album of remixes and uh, a re-release of uh, Golden Hour. So I believe there's going to be a live stream event for that. Very cool, keep, very clean. I think anyway. you
1: and I are both involved in an event that has not been re- announced yet. So I think that's what I was talking about. Actually, is it but, okay? <laughs> <might> <laughs> but I didn't know.
0: It wasn't I didn't know if it was talked about or not. I don't think that yeah, one's coming out yeah, today, might though. be. All um, right. Well, uh, hot takes exclusive. If you tuned in, how about that?
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, anything else, buddy? Before I wrap everything up, I'm good. Yep, guys. I've got a uh, a set coming up Friday night at wuml.org. I just spoke with. The lovely DJ Soyboy at Vapor 91.5 yeah. FM, WUML Lowell. Lux was actually on uh, last... I'm sorry, honey. Was it Saturday night? I think it's Saturday night. It was, it was a great show. Um, And uh, Soyboy's got me coming on on Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Nice. WUML.org. I got a 45-minute late-night lo-fi and classic Vapor set that I worked really hard on. And you'll really like it. And I got a couple hot takes of my own over the, the span of that. I think it's a total... Two-hour-long broadcast if you feel so inclined Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's wuml.org. Uh, and then finally, since y'all are still here, um, I think we're going to try to raid 3D Blast if he's still live. But tune in in two weeks at um, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, December 5, for a interview with the uh, very skilled and and talented and amazing B Fanty. It's been a long time coming. It's overdue. Be fancy. Two weeks. Hot takes. Thank you again to everybody that donated. Holy (laughs) shit. Be careful, Leo. Uh, Luxury noise. And um, okay, baby, thank you so much. There's the donation link one more time. If you feel so inclined, Uh, 3D Blast is not streaming, so we're not going to raid 3D Blast. But yeah, uh, let's call it a night, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you all. Don't forget Thank to get back guys. to your community and we will see you in two weeks. That's All a wrap. Right. Peace that's out. That's a and hot take. <laughs> Swing it around, American
0: flag, because <laughs> yeah. that's what America's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like the chill. The turns yeah.
1: commercial has
0: a fat ass, but like no personality.
1: Yeah, I feel like sitting here and listening to this. <laughs>
0: no, God damn it. Uh, Isaac, new noise is not the first fucking refused album. RIP, oh, Isaac, a new one today.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like
2: Don't touch my records ever) <laughs>